Ladies and gentlemen, you're late, you fucking dickheads, for this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. <laughs> Fuck you, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Was anyone else thinking of Yogo? <laughs> Barry, Barry. Barry. Just, just listen to me, Barry. I'll get back to you, Barry. Fuck you, Barry. <laughs> I'll get back to you, Barry. Cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Oh, my gosh. Uh, are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. Well, Jerry, you wanted me to say anything then. No, that's okay. Still getting used to this visual thing. Haven't done it in a while. Uh, hello, 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 hello. I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia Kantar Major. And I'm coming to you live on YouTube and on Facebook this time because I've managed to get it working. Hey, Michael Lister. <laughs> and you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Oh, yeah. Yes. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Sorry, we are running a tad late don't tell anyone that's um, all right there's only fine. one person watching on youtube <laughs> and at, uh, how many people are, i can't really tell who's watching on facebook but oh, we can see you on number. facebook hi hello youtube hello facebook welcome we hope you enjoy the show yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and to everyone still listening to us just on you know in their ear holes we appreciate you also yes so. Yes. yes. So Hello if you want to watch us live in the flesh, you can go flesh. to our Facebook or on our YouTube channels. That's <laughs> fdachannel.com. Yes. Because I still haven't, because I want to change the URL, but I don't know how. <laughs> Apparently we can't until we get like a thousand subscribers or something. Some, oh, okay. Well. So, some bullshit, but there we go. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Oh, it's another week. We did 200 episodes last week. We did. Our 200th episode. Thank what, you. in a row? Yes, in a, yes, in a row. <laughs> cool. Yes, my wording is not so great. That um, is commitment. That is commitment, <laughs> yes. It was a big three-and-a-half-hour show um, featuring the three of us plus um, the one and only Philip Hunting, who had not been with us for a long time. So, no. Um, it was a huge epic show. Yes. So um, please go check it out on the YouTubes. Or in your uh, your ear holes on your your SoundClouds and your Spotify's and your Apple Podcasts, because um, that was a lot of fun. So yeah, so it's crazy. We're over the hump. I don't know if two hundred and one means we're over the hump, but I <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm claiming it as that. So yeah. that's that's fine. But I'm excited for this week's episode because we've got a lot of really cool things to talk about. Um, but first, I'm going to throw to the lovely Fulia. What have you been watching this week? I haven't really been watching much this week. Uh, I've been a little bit busy, but uh, I have been continuing on my binge of Everybody Loves Raymond. Nice. I am currently in season four now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I There are episodes that I remember watching now, and I'm just sort of like internalizing it. I'm like, maybe I've seen the first half of the show, right. but I haven't seen the second half of the show, like in terms of seasons. 
So, but I'm still enjoying it. I'm loving all of the, the family humor that we get. I'm, I am just falling in love with Robert because <laughs> he's the best. He's the best big brother, yeah. even though he's a bit silly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with his uh, chin tapping of the food mm-hmm. <laughs> when he eats and it just, yeah. And just his deep voice. I just absolutely love that deep yeah, voice. Yeah, it's iconic. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, uh, so I've got been watching that. Um, but the one movie that I watched this week was uh, Wes Anderson's Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh, cool. So I never watched it before. That was my first time watching it. And yeah. um, I, was, I really enjoyed it. It was really interesting. Uh, I <laughs> wasn't expecting the amount of... Um, Celebrity star voices mm, that are in it, um, including George Clooney mm-hmm. as Mr. Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mrs. Fox was uh, Meryl Streep. Yep. Uh, and then we had uh, Bill Murray as Badger, who's a lawyer, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we had the Kid Foxes. Ash was played by Jason Schwartzman. Um, and Christopherson was played by Eric Chase Anderson, which was really cool. Um, another uh, name that sort of popped up was, um, <laughs> Owen Wilson, who played Coach Skip, mm-hmm. which was hilarious. Um, William Defoe played a really, really, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, he's a rat, but he's a very, uh, I can't Cra- think of the description. Crafty, tricky. Clever yeah. rat. Yes. Yeah. A very clever, clever rat. Clever. <laughs> so is the rat from Bananas in Pajamas? No, no, not that rat. <laughs> I'm a rat, I'm a rat, I'm a clever, clever rat. <laughs> um, and another voice that I recognised was Michael Gambon, um, who played Franklin Bean, one of the humans in the um, the antagonist oh, right. of the movie. Sure. And um, my goodness, as soon as I heard that voice, I'm like, oh, Dumbledore. Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> and he, sound, he sounded really good. And you could tell, like, that the, the fact that he was playing an evil character just came right through. And I'm just like, ooh, I, I don't like him as an evil character. <laughs> He's scary. <laughs> but, it was, but it was still really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, I do recommend um, you watch um, Fantastic Mr. Fox if you haven't already. It is um, it is a sh- um, short stop animation. Um, yeah, stop motion. Stop motion. Sorry, stop yeah. motion animation. Yeah. Uh, it was really, really well done, uh, and I, I love the Wes Anderson's stop motions. Um, you know that and Isle of um, Dogs. Isle of Dogs was yeah. a good one too. I love dogs too. <laughs> yes, me too. <laughs> um, so definitely um, worth checking out. It does touch on a few things, you know, Mr. Fox being the sly fox that he is, and you know, being stubborn and not, you know, and breaking a promise to his wife <laughs> <laughs> of tw- of what? How long was it? They made this promise uh, twelve fox years ago. Which apparently was only like what two years um, in human years, so <laughs> which was interesting the way they calculate the years in mm-hmm. uh, fox years. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, like even even what was it like two was it two and a half two and a half fox weeks was only like three days. 
in the human human days. Yeah, right. Um, which was really which was really funny, but uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, the the proportions between the size of the animals compared to the size of everything else that's human size, a little out in my opinion. <laughs> But I, I sort of was like, nah, it's only an animation. Don't worry about it. Yeah, and it's Wes Anderson. Like it's Wes everything Anderson. is very particularly crafted and, yeah. and abstract and and, and perpendicular. Yeah. And perpendicular. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely enjoyed Fantastic Mr. Fox. Nice. Uh, if you like stop motion animations, you definitely get a kick out of this one. Nice. Yeah. Good review for you. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Michael. What have you been watching this last week? Well, I've been uh, re-watching some uh, some uh, Ivan Re- Ivan Reitman uh, movies uh, for very obvious reasons. They will come up soon. Yes. Um, I haven't. Uh, I've what I rewatched something that I haven't seen in a long time ago. Meatball. Oh, uh, nice. Which is quintessentially like his first like breakout mo- movie. Uh, with with uh, another breakout sort of role, uh, Bill Murray. So yeah, so that was a bit of fun. Um, definitely, uh, definitely a weird sort of film. It's sort of like a string of things happening, and they just happen coincide with um, a a summer camp. So if you if you like a, a hot, wet American summer, uh, I think you will like this one. Oh, cool. Yes, nice. Uh, sort of, sort of in the same vein, but you know, very, very, very rude and cheeky and all that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, um, I've actually decided to uh, watch a sitcom that I haven't seen, but I've been meaning to, and I thought, you know what? It's on Disney Plus now. Uh, I have no excuses anymore. So I've started watching. Uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Nice. So I finished the first season, and oh my god, these characters are the pretty much the grand opposite of Friends. <laughs> <laughs> you do not like any of these characters that you see, and, and the antics that they are are borderline uh, uh, cancer. Uh, no, uh, uh, cancel. Cancel culture sort of stuff uh, with all these different sort of ideas. And in a way, good. Because they're not good characters, but they do get their comeuppance at the end. So, all good. Good. (laughs) Yes. Not for the faint-hearted. I wouldn't recommend it fully for your uh, sitcom watching. Mm, yeah, I've passed through it a couple of times. I'm not sure whether I'd be interested in watching it, but, yeah, thank you for letting me know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you feel weird at the end. It's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Still, it's funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One of the characters' is, um, uh, grandfather is actually a former Nazi, and... <laughs> Some of the characters actually stole their their uniform, and they're trying to sell it. Wow! <laughs> yeah. Holy fuck! <laughs> okay then. Yeah. All so right. I'll yeah. just leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and they and it all takes place in a bar. So it's so it's cheese. It's an updated cheese. Yeah. Contemporary <laughs> cheese. Okay. Contemporary cheese. Yes. Uh, what about you, Kendall? Do you like um, 
situational comedies that happen in a bar. Yeah. I'll watch it if it's yeah. on. Yeah. Can't really go wrong with that mm. kind of premise. You know. Ever seen um, Horace and Pete? No. No, but I think that rings a bell. Yeah, it's, uh, well, speaking about uh, cancel culture, uh, Louis C.K. actually did a, <laughs> a um, before he got cancelled, of course, but, you know, you can't really cancel someone who comes back, so it's not really cancel culture, is it? So it's a lie. Um, <laughs> yeah, he actually did, like, a sort of sit down, uh, situation comedy that's very rooted in, uh, like, uh, tragic... It's sort of like that tragic comedy so- sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think you would, uh, I think you would enjoy it fully because uh, it's got Alan Alder in it. Ah, yeah, cool. He, he says the c word a lot. <laughs> so if you want to hear Alan Alder, I don't Alder know that I want to hear that coming out of Alan Alder's mouth. <laughs> he's, an old, he's an older gentleman, of course, and he's playing a particular older gentleman, and <laughs> he does say the c word. So if you want to, okay. see, uh, everyone out there, if you want to see Alan Alder, <laughs> say the c word. Find yourself a copy of Horace and Pete. I think you can only get it on Louis C.K.'s um, website. So, And he desperately needs money. Wow. Yeah. He's got two kids. The kids desperately need money. There yeah. So yeah. help out a, 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 help a dad if you have that conundrum. Anyway, Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, me watching things. Yes. Um, Oh, gosh, another week has passed of me watching many, many, many things. Um, and even now I'm back at work, I am still finding the time somehow to actually wow. take in content. I <laughs> I don't know how I, how I do this because I have an active social life, an active work life, and an active watching life. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how that works, but zen has been achieved um <laughs> no uh this week yeah i mean i let's see i, I binged uh well, i finished binging inventing anna on netflix um which uh we did the trailer for about a month ago uh trailer park uh, based on true story of um anna sorokin who's actually uh you know pretending to be this uh fake german heiress um by the name of anna delvey uh, and she s- scammed uh, the elite and upper class peoples of New York City in uh, like the mid 2010s. Wow. Um, so yeah. We, so very recently. It's very recent. And she was only released from, well, actually, spoilers, she was only released from jail like last year. Um, but she goes to jail and stuff. So, um, yeah. But it was fascinating uh, to learn about her because I'd never. I'd never really engaged with that. Like, I think I remember reading about it in the news, but never actually looked into it deeper. And um, so, and I don't mind watching these true crime, true story sort of um, deep dives on Netflix and or whatever platform you might have them on. Um, but no, it was really, really good. And um, Julia Garner, who plays um, Anna, is amazing. Um, I need to watch Ozark, I think, because she's in that. Uh, and she's won an Emmy for her performance in that, and she's a really fantastic actress. Yeah. Um, but I've only seen her in a couple of things, but everyone goes on about Ozark, 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 so I think that I might have to add that to the list. Um, but, yeah, if you love true story stuff um, and good drama, um, Inventing Anna is really, really cool. I would recommend it. Uh, and then apart from that, um, I... I <laughs> I've, I'm, I'm, well, I'm up to date on Pam and Tommy, which is going interestingly. Um, yeah, Michael too. Yes, yeah, um, me. I, I thought you said you were going to watch it. Pam and Tommy? Yeah. Are you kidding? <laughs> this 
this, I was this guy. I was sort of umming and ahhing because, you know, there was a bit of talk, talk of did uh, Pamela Anderson um, sort of okayed it or not? Yeah, she. Um, I did read that she's not involved. I don't think Tommy Lee is either, but um, so that makes me sad. I found that out, out after I'd started watching the show. Um, so I'm just going to keep watching. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I think it's a it's a masterclass in, in great acting and great imitation because Sebastian Stan and Lily James are really embodying these two personalities so fully, especially Lily James. I would expect her to maybe get some awards attention later in the year because she's, yeah. she's, she's quite good in it. Like Sebastian Stan's awesome and it's really fun to see him be this rock star um, <laughs> who swears all the time, walks around shirtless, covered in tats. Like, you know, I've never really seen him like that before. And um, so that's fun. But seeing Lily James as, as Pamela Anderson is just next level. Um, she's the star of the show. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's fa- it is fascinating. And essentially, I do, yeah. it's slowly turning into her story, really. It is, it is, yeah. and I and it should be, I think, because if this tape had come out now, the entire thing would have come out like it would have played out completely differently. Um, probably still have some of the same themes and badness that happened um, back in the nineties. It would probably still happen because sexism is real and still a thing. Um, but wait, I what? Don't... <laughs> but I'm don't... hearing about it. <laughs> um, but I don't think it would be. I think she would have more support uh, yeah. these days if it was to happen. So I kind of like the fact that this series is shining a light on just how bad these kind of situations can escalate, and you know the fact that nobody thinks about the people involved. So even if they are rich and famous. Um, the way that Pam and Tommy are, so yeah, so it's 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 a great show. I really really like it. Um, mm. And then uh, and then of course the Peacemaker finale was Jeff's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And and I and I can't spoil anything because Fulia is actually going to watch it, which I'm so happy about because you're watching DC and I'm not <laughs> forcing you to. You're doing it of your own volition. Wow! That makes me so happy. It's Marvel and DC clothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, a little bit, yeah. I mean, it's James Gunn. Um, uh, but if you haven't seen Peacemaker, please do yourself a favour and watch it because it's it's brilliant. It's so it's so good. Yeah. Such a good show. Um, yeah, I had so much fun watching it. And uh, just James Gunn, I, being his James Gunniest, and it's just marvellous. So, yeah. So very happy with the way it turned out. Um, and just, just what, just one thing, the, the cameos, that's all I'm going to say. Cameos, Kendall lost her shit. So that's, that's all, that's all I'm going to (laughs) say about that. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much me and my weekly watching. Cool. Um, yeah, I think it might now be time, of course, to dive in headfirst into the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom. The hostess with most S. Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. It's nerdy news time. Um, and unfortunately, I do have to start off the news by getting a little sad for a couple of minutes. So apologies for that. Um, but... 
you know, it has to be done because this week, um, very out of the blue, very unexpectedly, we lost uh, a legend of cinema. Um, and that was the great Ivan Reitman, uh, who passed away earlier this week at the age of 75. Um, I mean, that's why I'm wearing this today. My Ghostbusters t-shirt for those listening at home. Um, yeah, this hit, this hit a bit hard because, you know, I mean, as Mike mentioned earlier, watching meatballs and stuff, you know, it's just, (sighs) yeah, he was just, he was just an incredible director. Uh, an, an incredible capture of comedy um, and a great story. Uh, and he knew how to just craft talent as well, like pick pick the right people for the right roles and then really nurture them and bring things out. Like I really loved Arnold Schwarzenegger penned this kind of tribute to Ivan Reitman this week where he kind of talked about thanking him for giving him the opportunity to actually branch out from just doing action movies and actually do some comedy because for those who aren't aware Ivan Reitman directed Arnold in uh Junior Twins and Kindergarten Cop um three huge insanely good movies um and great comedies to boot so um yeah so that was really sweet to see him pay tribute to Ivan in that way um but yeah it's just it's just sad (laughs) it's just really sad but you know we're very grateful and thankful for his legacy because it is fair to say that Ghostbusters shaped a big part of my taste in comedy my taste in film in general my love for Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis and Ernie Hudson started with that movie like you know because I was too young to watch SNL um you know the OG SNL stuff when when I was obviously little but you know being like I can't even remember how old or young, sorry, I was when I first watched Ghostbusters, but I would have been young. And yeah, it just, it really helped shape who, you know, my taste and my interests in, in film and comedy. Um, and I, yeah, I really owe that to Ivan Reitman quite a bit, um, as a lot of us do. But um, yeah, so Ivan Reitman, of course, as I've said, directed Ghostbusters. He directed Ghostbusters too. Um, Meatballs, uh, which I still haven't seen. I, I need to see that. Uh, Stripes, another fantastic comedy. I really need to rewatch that. I've been dying to do a rewatch um, since like Ghostbusters Afterlife. And Mike, you bring it up every now and then, um, that mm. movie. And I, yeah, and I don't own it on DVD, so I really need to seek it out and watch it. Because I remember watching that um, as a teenager. Um, catching it on TV late at night, uh, one night, I can't remember what channel it was on, but yeah. And just, just going, okay, this is, these are the Ghostbusters guys before, you know, they were Ghostbusters. Um, so yeah. And it's a lot of fun. Um, and then almost Ghostbusters guy. And then almost exactly. Yeah. John Candy was, but play was almost, um, Lewis Tully. Yeah. Very, very almost. Um, which is just nuts to think about um yeah what could have been um but there you go um in a a multiverse somewhere yeah somewhere um in some alternate reality um but yeah i'm just going through his filmography right now um yeah ghostbusters 2 of course you know a lot of people don't really like it as much as the first one for me i'm 100 percent on board with it i love it We'll defend it. Um, I think it's brilliant. Um, he, was, oh, he, he also directed Dave, uh, Six Days, Seven Nights, 
um, Evolution um, with David Duchovny and Julianne Moore. That is another comedy of mine that I absolutely adore and it kind of captures a lot of the um, kind of the Ghostbusters-ness. Like yeah. it kind of brings that back for this movie because it's like a it's a sci-fi comedy again. Um, so, and it's a lot of fun. I highly recommend people watch Evolution. It's very underrated. You would like it, Fulia. Really? No, you, yeah, no, you would. Because at, at the time, I didn't like the look of it. <laughs> oh, do you know what? Do you know the movie I'm talking about? Dude? I know the movie. Oh, you're okay. About. All right. Well, um, we we will watch it. I will. I will, okay. I will sit you down and watch it, and you will laugh. Right? I will demand you to watch it. It's going to tie me down to the couch. I'm going to watch this. I'm not going to force her to watch DC, but I will force her to watch Evolution. <laughs> you will watch it and like it. <laughs> um, and then he also directed My Super Ex-Girlfriend, which is another f- funny um, film that I, I really enjoy, kind of underrated as well. Um, but yeah, just a plethora of fantastic things on his resume. Um, and we will really, really, really miss you Ivan really really miss you and thank you so much for everything you did for the world of cinema uh and for our childhoods and adulthoods yeah you know introducing Ghostbusters to Fulia as a as an adult and yep she loves it um so <laughs> and I will now hand over to Miss Fulia um so I'll stop rambling because I'm upset um, it's okay. <laughs> um but yes Fulia um Ivan Reitman very sad to hear isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is sad to hear um, of his passing. I mean, he's directed a number of brilliant uh, films in the past. Um, you know, obviously the main one being Ghostbusters, um, and that I've recently watched. He's also been um, a producer in a lot of things that I have seen in the past. Um, obviously, he was the producer for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah. Um, he was also the producer of um, Space Jam. Yes. yes, that's right. Which was, uh, which is always a lot of fun. Yes, uh, and you know, quite a few other ones that I haven't seen, but I have known about, like Baywatch with, um, oh, with the Dwayne, and... with Dwayne Johnson and Zac Efron. Yeah, um, he also No Strings Attached. Um, you know, Up in the Air. He was the director and producer for, I believe. Um, um, I, I don't think he. Di- I don't think he directed it. I think he. Um, I think he produced it. Um, uh, no, he directed. Oh, yeah, no, you're right, you're right. He he produced it. Yes, okay. yes, he yeah, just yeah. produced it. No, um, and then you've got you know obviously there's um, Junior and um, mm-hmm. what, are, what were the other ones? Yeah, so yeah, um, Hitchcock. Um, yeah, I love you, man. Uh, I watched uh, that one. That's an interesting film. That's a that was a good one. <laughs> um, there, like, there's there's quite a lot of different um, movies that he has produced as well in the past that I've seen myself. Um, he's produced the Beethoven films. Yeah, um, loved those as a kid. Yeah, oh, I haven't. I don't really remember them very much, but I do remember watching at least one of them. Nice. Um, yeah, just it. It is sad to just to hear of his passing. Like, yeah, as we as you've already said, he was such a talented man. When it comes to you know directing and producing and all that sort of stuff, so um, you know, huge hats off. Yeah. To Ivan and um, condolences to the family. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, Michael. Yeah. Your thoughts on the late great Ivan Reitman? Yeah, this hit me. This one hit me hard. It's like, ah, mm. serious. Yeah. Yeah. 
God damn, 2022. Stop it. Yeah, stop it. Um, Yeah, big fan of his and all his work. Um, Yeah, as you said, Kendall, uh, I do tend to bring up Stripes a lot because that was my first introduction, really. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, I knew that before, pretty much before Ghostbusters. Wow. Yeah, it was weird because my father wasn't really a good role model. Anyway, but with that, um, it sort of shaped my, my comedy as well and where, where it came, came from. And Ivan Reitman knew how to put comedy on screen and that's not, not a very easy feat. No. Because it, be, it can be very lost in translation. I mean, you can, you can definitely see um, so, some modern comedies um, try a bit too hard where... Where um, all these other ones that it, it's like yes it's funny but it's also it has that sort of nuance as well. It's not sort of hit you over the head funny. I mean, perfect example, and I know it's been punched to death, but the 2016 Ghostbusters, it was a completely it's completely different comedy than what came before, and I think that's sort of what made me not not take it too seriously it's like uh, it's it's more it, it's it need to be a lot of people say that um uh, uh judd apatow is sort of a sort of a, a modern sort of ta- take with those sort of sort of comedies mm. where where um yeah it's a little bit of um it it was very um it, it was very improv but it was also structured in a way it's like it gave gave these actors um, a lot, uh, a lot of movements within their sort of comedy range, and also trying to get down the actual narrative as well, and and uh, yeah, and it was a big shame when we heard that he passed on. Mm. Um, yeah, and also a tidbit for um, him uh, being the producer. Uh, being one of the producers for Space Jam, that sort of uh, is the in joke of when Bill Murray says, uh, said to Daffy, it's like when Daffy said, How did you get here? It's like, Well, I know the producer, and he. <laughs> <laughs> so it's sort of true. Yeah. Wow, now that I that know sense. that. <laughs> yeah. That's funny, yeah. yeah. And that's why Bill Murray is the best thing in that film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, is he the best thing in that movie? <laughs> da 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 da. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah, it's annoying, and well, huge legacy, and and a and a great Canadian as well. Yeah. 100%. Let's not forget that. No. Yeah. And uh, yeah. you know, at least Ghostbusters are in good hands now. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not sure if you guys knew or not, but the there's a little tidbit for Afterlife as well. Um, Ivan Reitman was sort of in it as well. Really? Yeah. Um, it, probably a bit bit upsetting now, but but um, when they were filming the last bit, spoilers alert for the last. Oh, please don't! I think I know exactly what you're going to say, and I will start crying. Yeah, but go, but go on. <laughs> yeah, he was the um, stand-in for 
Harold Ramis. Wow. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. So Aww. so every time you saw Harold Ramis there, um, the the stand-in oh, was sorry. Ivan Reitman. <laughs> oh. Wow. I love that, and I hate it at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's... Yeah, I'm speechless. I got nothing. I can't. If I start talking, I'll start crying. So I don't want to do that. Oh. That's all right. Uh, no, thanks for sharing that, though, Mike. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's really, really sweet. And just on that, too, I mean, Ghostbusters Afterlife was such a great movie and such a great way to uh, continue the franchise uh, and to pay respects to what came before. And um, yeah, I'm so very glad that Ivan lived to see his son, Jason, bring that to life. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, like, how special um, is that? And even more special now. So, yeah. Okay. Before I break down crying, let's let's move on. <laughs> but his, but his, greatest, his greatest movie was his first one, of course. Uh, Cannibal Girls. <laughs> or so, something along that, those lines. Okay. Cannibal Teenage Girls or so, something along. <laughs> Which is actually a, a, an Easter egg in the first Ghostbusters. No, the second Ghostbusters. And in Afterlife as well. If you yeah. no, if you notice on the um, uh, cinema theatre, uh, one of the billboards it says Cannibal Girls or something. Oh, like cute. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. That's very so, nice. So, so we'll be watching that for next Fred Watch. Uh, you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I'm down with that. Oh, okay. Ivan, we will miss you. Yes. Thank you. Um, okay, let's move on into the rest of the news, um, and starting with some Marvel news, my favourite kind of news, and my extra favourite kind of news, because it's Loki news, <laughs> I'm very excited about. Um, so as we know, Loki is uh, getting a second season. Um, the thing was, we didn't know how long we were going to have to wait, where in the schedule, in phase four, it's going to fit in, how are they going to work it out. Um, great news is... Um, there's been a lot of uh, announcements and whispers on the internet about the production of season two. Um, so according to multiple sources, it looks like filming is going to be starting mid-year this year. So I would probably put the release of season two in 2023 sometime. I think so too. Um, so that's really exciting. Um of course, Tom Hiddleston is returning. Um, that's a no-brainer. Oh, um, I thought he got cancelled and got recast. <laughs> Michael, <laughs> do not put that into the atmosphere, please. <laughs> he is perfection, okay? <laughs> um, but other two other Until actors... Until you realise he kicks puppies. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm a little bit silly today. It's a bit silly. That's all right. I'm more of a cat person. Um, so, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, in terms of other actors returning, no one's really officially confirmed, although both Owen Wilson and Gugu and Butter Raw have said uh, in interviews recently that they are coming back to reply, uh, reprise their roles um, as uh, Mobius and uh, Renslayer, respectively. That's exciting. Uh, and then the other really cool bit of news is that this week um, Marvel is lining up some uh, potential directors for the show because one of the shocking things about 
what happened after season one finished is that uh, the wonderful Kate Heron, who directed all six episodes of season one, um, decided to step away because she wanted to try new things, different stuff, and totally respect that. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was very sad to see her go because she did such a great job, especially as a female director. Um, to kick ass like that uh, was just wonderful to see. Um, but we get some new some new faces coming in for season two. Um, for a few episodes, or at least the majority of episodes, Marvel seems to be tapping uh, Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead, um, who have just come off filming uh, episodes of Moon Knight. Um, so that's kind of cool. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, on one hand, I'm like, yay, okay, they know, obviously... Disney and Kevin Feige have faith in these guys if, uh, you know, they've proved themselves on Moon Knight, even though Moon Knight hasn't even dropped yet, and they're like, they're willing to give them Loki, which is arguably the, the most popular of the Disney Plus shows. Um, so that's pretty cool. But then by the same token, I'm like, well, it would be nice to have some other directors who wouldn't otherwise have had a shot um, get to step up to the plate. But again, they have said they if they're on board, they're only directing a few episodes. Um, not all of them. Um, but yeah, um, Michael Waldron, who is the showrunner on season one, is returning as head writer and showrunner. Uh, and Eric Martin, uh, who also worked on Loki season one, uh, is going to be writing the scripts specifically for all six episodes of season two. So um, yeah, lots lots happening over at Loki. I'm, I, I'm super keen and super excited, of course. Um, any thoughts from you, Fulia, on season two, Loki? Um, oh, look, I'm just excited to get back into watching it again because I really enjoyed the first season. So now yeah. I'm really looking forward to the second one. Uh-huh. I reckon you're right in terms of its release time. It's probably going to be, I'm going to say mid-2023. Yeah. Just the way that it was released uh, last year in June. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to say it's probably going to be around about the same time, maybe even later. Yeah. Um, especially since they've only just, they're, they, they haven't even started filming yet, so it'll probably... Probably be around that time. Um, in terms of you know the new directors, look if if Disney and Kevin Feige are are confident in these new directors, um, then you know what? Let's see what they've got. Let's see how they're gonna bring Loki back to the screens um, and and show us their skills. So yeah, I'm I'm just looking forward to it. Yeah, great, <laughs> excellent. Mike, do you have any thoughts on on any of this? Well, I'm surprised I got a second season. <laughs> really? I mean, it's okay. He's it's not, trolling me. It's not now. It's not now. Hawkeye. This <laughs> <laughs> that was Christmas. Um, yeah, uh, I think because it it, it was huge. Uh, dare I say? Yeah, it's probably one of the one of the better ones to to come out, but. Moonlight is probably going to be up there, so yeah, I think so too. Yeah. To having a look at that um, uh, trailer spot that came out during the Super Bowl, because um, we can't really say it because apparently that's copyrighted. Oh really? Yeah, saying the bull, Super Bear. the the bull game, the bull game. You know the big ball the big, game, the big ball game, <laughs> where people just ignored the game and just watched the ads. Yes, that and the one. halftime and the halftime performance, yeah, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> when the um, trailer spot for Moonlight came out, it looked pretty awesome. So, yeah. So I'm thinking because uh, 
Loki is so successful. They don't they don't want to just palm it off to like, you know, just up and comers or anything like that. They just go go. Oh, this is so good, so we just keep on pushing, pushing for good content. So I can probably understand that, you know. Mm. Don't want to ruin the apple cart or whatever the phrase is. <laughs> yes. And kind of cool. And no word on Lady Loki? Probably not. I don't know. But you No, know. no, nothing from Sofia Di Martino yet. Hopefully she's I... not pregnant again. Hey, she can be. She she was pregnant season 1 and she kicked ass, so Yeah. Scary. She can do whatever she wants. <laughs> I know. It's just got to be careful there. Yes, you do have to be very careful. And also, um, there's. I think it's great to have plenty of, um, uh, say, w- wiggle room because a lot of multiverse sort of stuff is going to happen uh, within within this time frame. So it's probably going to take place either during everything or uh, everything's going to calm down from it. Yes, because Ant Man's coming out as well, so it's going to be after that, and that's Quantum Mania, and that's dealing with Kang, Uh, Kang, Krang, Kang, no Krang from Kang, (laughs) Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Krang. (laughs) (laughs) It's space, (laughs) internet. Um, yeah. So there's going to be a lot, lot of stuff involving the um, multiverse. So. So they're going to make sure that it doesn't tread on too many toes because you don't even want to fuck up, especially with time travel and shit, shit, shit like this. It's, it's very yeah. thinky. You've got to be very careful. You've got to be very careful. You've got a lot, a lot of things happening and everything's mm-hmm. connected, as, as we're going to see with the Doctor Strange episode. <laughs> episode. When I say episode, I mean movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I, I was thinking what if at the same time, because apparently that's canon now. Oh, it always was canon. Yeah. Well, uh, um, acquired viewing. We're not, yeah. We're not here to discuss what if. But, <laughs> but we could get into it if we want a tangent, but we won't. Oh, okay. Can. <laughs> nope. Can. And I nope. will. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> no, for uh, later on. Okay. Yes, yes. We'll I'll talk save about the, it later. We'll save the, the what if tangent for Trailer Park, shall we? Sure. Sure. <laughs> what about you, Kendall? When are you going to see Loki 2? Ha. <laughs> In 2023, hopefully. Yes. Yeah, if we live that long. Fingers bloody crossed. Um, okay. And toes. I think it's in toes crossed. Um, crossing the pond to DC now. Um we have some peacemaker news because uh, following the finale, uh, or even just maybe before the finale aired, I think it was. Before. Uh, it was before the finale, so fantastic. Um, peacemaker uh, was confirmed to get a second season at HBO Max. Um, do you really want to? Do you really want to taste it? Yes, yes, we do. We really do. We want to taste more. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, James Gunn, bow down. <laughs> um, yes, yeah. I, as I said earlier, you know, Peacemaker is just fantastic. So I don't really have too much to add to this announcement, apart from the fact that it's just I'm just so excited. I would have been happy if it was a one and done because it was a phenomenal first season. 
Um, and the, as I said, the finale was brilliant, um, but it's really nice to see that uh, we're going to get to see uh, the 11th Street Kids come back um, mm. and kick some more ass um, and, you know, get some more peace, I suppose. Um, yeah, so I can't wait. I'm so excited. It's a no-brainer. Makes total sense. Let's go. Michael. Hey. <laughs> um, how are you feeling about a Peacemaker getting a second season? Well, because of this uh, news dropped, I knew there wasn't going to be any, any stakes in the in the finale. Yeah, I know. You said that to us off the air. And I was like, yeah, it's fine. Although I was nearly fooled, so. Yeah, I was almost fooled with... Um, uh, certain, uh, certain characters. Certain characters. And I thought, no, she, they were good. <laughs> yes, they uh, were good. They were good. I they don't were want good. them to go. We don't want anything bad to happen. No. no. And I really enjoy this this sort of take. Um it definitely deals with a lot lot of uh um family trauma and and also conundrums of of are you doing what's right? It's it's definitely this uh it's definitely that sort of uh is the bad guy the bad guy or they they yeah. really the bad guy. Yeah. They, is it noble cause or is it whatever's? But it's great, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm more than happy for a second season. And and James Gunn, you're getting very busy. Please, you got a lot of balls in the air. <laughs> Please don't drop your balls. Please don't drop <laughs> your balls. Your balls. Don't drop. <laughs> don't drop your balls. Yeah. <sighs> yes. Well. I hope the um, Snyder universe nuts are happy that it's the Snyderverse is still around. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, I'm sure there are a lot of people pleased about that. <laughs> yeah. And hmm. uh, I will say, I'll try not to spoil it, but I'll, I'll, I'll scooch my words here. Uh, with the cameos, it's sort of it's sort of fitting that those sort of the people who are involved actually do have movies that are coming out. So, mm. so <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> Did you get my cryptic, cryptic message? I got it. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's not peacemaker. It's piss taker. Cause they're <laughs> piss taking DC with all their references. And- <laughs> And In the best bat, way. And bat, bat might is bat canon. Might. Bat might and kite man. Oh, <laughs> mate. Loving those references. So yeah. Good. So good. All right. Um, fantastic news coming out of Peacemaker. Um, speaking of fantastic news, hello there. Um, hello so, there. Hello there. Um, some Obi-Wan Kenobi news now because uh, during the week... Uh, the legendary, the iconic John Williams himself uh, is going to be returning once again to the Star Wars universe to specifically score the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. The fuck? Um, <laughs> um, I am just very, very happy about this. Um, of course, for those who don't know, John Williams recently t- recently turned... 90 years old um and he's still working and he has showed no signs of slowing down 
touching all of the wood on my desk right now. Or the um, chipboard, or the chipboard. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah everything. Um, or the plasterboard, yes. plasterboard. <laughs> um, yeah, this is or just... the DVDs, or the DVDs. <laughs> this is just wonderful news for the man who gave us the Twin Suns theme. And, you know, um, of course, out of all of the Star Wars themes, but like that one in specific seems to resonate a lot with what the Obi-Wan Kenobi series will be. So I can imagine a return to that score, I think. Um, or he could be bringing something completely new and something very Star Wars-esque, of course. Um, very surprising to see this announcement as well, just because, you know, they've had some pretty great um, composers scoring uh, you know, Mandalorian and Boba Fett so far. Yeah. Um, like Ludwig Göransson, who's, you know, brought his A game from Black Panther um, into the Mandalorian and gave us that theme. And he also did the, the theme of Boba Fett. Um, so it's, it's really nice that, that Lucasfilm and, and Disney have gone, okay, Obi-Wan Kenobi is, you know, it's a big, big part of the Star Wars universe. And out of all the series, I think this is probably... It's the one people are most looking forward to. So it, it's really nice to see that they're showing that appreciation for the fans by bringing back John to do the score for this. It's going to be beautiful. So I can't yeah. wait. I'm even more excited now. Uh, Fulia, I know this is this has definitely made you happy, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of John Williams's music and his works, and um, especially you know going back to like Harry Potter and all the other you know Star Wars films. Um, I cannot wait to hear what he brings to Obi Wan Kenobi. I, it'll be it'll still be Star Wars esque, but with a with a little Obi Wan twist. I think. Yeah, it's going to sound really cool and um, unique as well um, mm-hmm. as he always uh, brings it through with sci-fi stuff and fantasy. And John Williams is definitely a great composer, and I honestly cannot wait to hear what he brings to the show. Yeah, uh, Michael. Hello. Michael. Hello. Hello. Um, how like how much more keen are you for Obi Wan now that you've heard this news? I'm more intrigued. Yeah. Um, considering this is like um, sort of the legendary characters coming back, and if it's going to be done by John Williams, cool. I don't think he's done. Um, I don't think he's done television si- since like Lost in Space or something like that, and that was like during the sixties. Oh wow! Yeah, so I'm all for it. Um. Considering uh, you've got the legendary characters and they've got their own themes, um, and I think there's also an Ahsoka theme done in the Mandalorian as well, but it's not by him. Yeah. So, so I don't know. May, maybe yeah. It's it's very interesting because we still don't know what's what the hell's going on in this series. Which is probably a good thing because there's no speculation. We we know there's there's a time frame uh, between between um, uh, rise of the Sith, rise of the Sith, rise of Skywalker. No 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 no. Um, at the uh, when oh, Revenge of the Sith, Revenge and of the a Sith. New Hope. Yeah, not rise rises. 
Too many R's and S's. Yeah, third Star Wars movie. Yeah, must start with an R for some Which reason. is technically the sixth Star Wars movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so in between uh, three and four. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's going to be. It's, it's, I, I did not expect that. No. No, it's great. I'm more intrigued and I'm more than happy to actually watch it. Mm-hmm. And and having having John Williams back, could we? I don't know. Could we get one episode directed by George Lucas? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be asking too much. <laughs> and could you imagine if they just dropped that in? Without any announcement. We watch the pilot. Credits come up. Directed by George Lucas. Everyone loses their shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that ha- would be cool. That happens every time with, with uh, The Mandalorian and the book of Boba Fett. We don't know mm. who the director is until mm-hmm. the end credits. Until the end, yeah. So if, that, totally if that shit happened, oh my God. Internet, <laughs> internet will fucking melt. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It will implode. The Star Wars fandom will literally disintegrate i think yes and then we'll have that whole episode in um the gallery where they'll talk about how they got him in without nobody knowing oh my god this has to happen this has to happen well he he does drop by like the studio and that he does yeah so Mm -hmm. he's involved yeah but man but (laughs) is it up to him it's it's more or less up to him he's sort of it's like you know, what? I'm done. You, 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 you boys play with the toys. Yes, because I am so confident there's going to be there's going to be a um, Dave Filoni one that actually oh, has yeah. Anakin and young Ahsoka. Mm. Not oh, necessarily um, Ro- Rosie O'Dol- Ro- Rosie O'Dol- Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson. <laughs> Jesus, uh, being Ahsoka, but yeah. but you know the. There is like some sort of time travel sort of dilation in in Rebels as well, where where Ahsoka, where old Ahsoka is actually fight, fighting Anakin in in the Darth Vader's suit. Mm-hmm. So so there's weird stuff going on there, but it's a flashback that I want to see. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I I, th- I think a lot of people uh, want to see that, and uh, and I think it's kind of a a, a pretty confident guess. As to what we might see in one episode, yeah, of Obi Wan, I yeah, that's got to be a no-brainer. Dave Filoni directing that, or George. The way you put George Lucas into this, I'm shook. <laughs> yeah, I need, I need that. Well, okay. I, I was I really thinking if that. they get getting the original composer, getting John Williams back, yeah, yeah. I mean, and getting in general, get getting um, uh, not the OG Obi Wan. But still. no, but still, yeah, still, and getting, and getting Hayden Christensen back, yeah, yeah. Although, yeah, okay. Well, you know, George George isn't writing the show, so no, no. So it's not. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we won't go into that. Well, he's not Gold right. leader. <laughs> you, you think? You think, Alice? You think? You think? Um, all the others are... No, nah, never mind. 
<laughs> You're like, I'm going to say this. No, I'm not going to say this. Nah. Just going to give nah. up. Yes. Nah. You, think, you think Dave Filoni is that good? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking Bryce Dennis Howard, but I think they actually helped write the episodes that they wrote, that they directed. Right. In Mandalorian. I can't remember. Mm. Mandalorian, I'm not sure, but John Favreau's written most of the scripts of both shows. Yeah, yeah. He's a showrunner. Yeah, he wrote all the all the scripts for Boba Fett. Um, but yeah, so he'll probably be involved with Obi Wan on some level too. Hmm. Yeah. All right, Gold Leader. We have one final thing in the news to discuss, and it's a big one um, because we got some really cool Stranger Things news. This week, um, such a great show, my goodness. Um, so, of course, um, we've been waiting for season four for a long time. Uh, it has been almost three years since season three dropped on Netflix, uh, which doesn't really feel like three years, but apparently it has been. Um, it feels like five. It, <laughs> I'm not even going to explain how I feel, how long it is, but it's fine. It's been nearly three years. We'll just leave it at that. Um, but we didn't have a release date for season four, um, so now we finally do. And the interesting thing is it's being split into two parts. Um, so the first uh, part of season four of Stranger Things will be dropping on Netflix on the 27th of May. So that's not too far away. Uh, we're just about on the three-month mark for that almost. So that's exciting. Um, and then season four, part two, will be dropping on the 1st of July. So we get the first slew of episodes uh, at the end of May. And then we, you know, and then we spend June craving part two. And then we get into July and we get the rest of it. Um, so that's really, really interesting. Uh, and then the other big announcement, um, and this was kind of a, not entirely a, a shock or a surprise to anyone, um, but uh, the Duffer Brothers and Netflix have announced that season five will actually be Stranger Things' final season. Uh, and I am totally okay with that. Because um, the kids is getting old um, and they deserve to go and do other amazing things and not just be tied to the show. Um, but, um, you know, and because it's such a great show, I feel like you don't want to, you don't want to have it drag on too long, um, past its prime, I suppose. Um, you know, you don't want the novelty to wear off out. So it's good that they're going out on high. Um, and then it also neatly lines in with Netflix's whole issue with canceling shows around the four or five season mark. Um, so it, it fits every box ticks every box in my opinion um but yeah i'm so keen for season four we've only had like one kind of teaser a couple of teasers sort of but nothing really nothing really too intense yet so i imagine we'll be getting a, a trailer soon um for season four but um but yeah we have a release date we can mark our calendars very exciting um michael yes. um you're one of the biggest stranger things fans i know uh, how how are you feeling about this news? I'm elated because I finally get to see it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh my god. Here I was hoping for like a midnight sort sort of thing on on New Year's Day, 
Because we're, we're dealing with clocks and that and scripts. Yeah. Striking midnight and shit. Mm-hmm. Easter eggs and whatnot. Yeah, but you know, you can't have everything. But I'm I'm more than happy, and the and the poster looks absolutely fucking wicked. It looks so cool, doesn't it? Like this is the combined one. Like there's that because there's actually four four, and they're yeah. and they're all of the individual segments of the mm-hmm. uh, of, of of the of, of the books. They're making a books. They're making a books. And they're all leading to the upside down. Yep. I'm more than happy than than uh, having a. Uh, sort of break in between because maybe there's something happening post-production and they're trying to get everything done and ready because you know COVID was definitely a a, a thing and also yeah. scheduling as well. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean all the other all the other guys are like doing other things as well. I mean, I mean, you got you got a Afterlife coming out. You got you got another you got another. Um, Another Sherlock Holmes movie coming out. Enola Holmes, yeah. Enola Holmes. And also Hopper's doing his thing. <laughs> he's now in the MCU now. Yes, yes. He's in Russia and he's Russian. It's so funny. I love the fact that they put Hopper in Russia and then the next time we see him he's in Black Widow and he's in Russia. <laughs> yeah. Playing a Russian guy. Yeah, it's funny. Anyway. It's all connected in the okay. great circle of life. Yeah. Yes. So, off the top of my head, I can't remember what year we're in, but I think they've actually jumped a couple of years because they're all getting older. Yes. So, and it's I can't probably wait. Probably gonna be a time jump. Yeah, and I can't wait for fucking Robert England. Yeah, that's right. He's gonna be in this season. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. My favorite anti-hero. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. What about you, Fulia? Do you like scary shit? No. You should know this by now. <laughs> I don't. You're all well, new to me. I'm going to keep reiterating. I don't like horror. <laughs> it's not horror. It's suspense. It's completely different. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> so when are the two dates are we going to be seeing this, Kendall? Yeah, so as I just mentioned before, season four of Stranger Things, part one will be dropping on Netflix on the 27th of May, and part two will be dropping on Netflix on the 1st of July. So mark your calendars, people. Twice. Twice. Alrighty, that's it. That's nerdy news done. We're wrapping it up because it's time to roll on up. To the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. Trailer park time. And what a trailer park do we have for you guys this week. My goodness. Gracious. Starting with, goodness gracious. Starting with, of course, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Our second trailer. <laughs> Holy shit a brick. I am so excited to talk to you guys about this and to discuss this. So this is this may go for a bit longer because there is a lot to unpack here. Um, <laughs> there is a lot to lot to go through. But my word, what a trailer. Um yeah, 
this could be this could be something insane and special and game changing i think um if it's as good as it looks it just it's gonna really it's gonna really change things again like so many so many movies and tv shows that are starting through phase four are just changing the the way we see the mcu and the way we interpret it and view it and i'm here for it 110 percent. it looks so good i my favorite thing though about this trailer was the visuals my god (laughs) the visual effects on this thing are next level um no surprises sam raimi bringing his a game um first time directing the mcu first time directing superhero movie since uh 2007's spider-man uh, um three spider-man three uh and well, uh you could I, say uh, oz great and powerful was close but not really <laughs> yeah we don't talk about that movie um Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm really, really excited to see what he's going to do with this, especially because it's like combining the two things that he's best known for, superheroes and horror. Um, so that's when he was announced as replacing Scott Derrickson. It says I was to see Scott Derrickson not return to do this one. The fact that they got Sam Raimi out of everyone, I'm like, that is the perfect choice. Like, And so this trailer is just proving that choice right, I think. One of my favorite visuals was the, um, like, towards the second half of the trailer when things start to get a bit more freaky and there's this, like, close-up shot of Cumberbatch, because he's, pun intended, but not really, coming. he's coming past the screen and his f- face starts breaking into, like, cubes. Yeah. <sighs> I'm... What's that about? I can't get that image out of my head. Yes, what is that about? <laughs> there's a lot of... There's a lot of mirrorverse action. There's a lot of multiverse action. Obviously, there's a lot of obviously different dimensions or something going on. But it just the the way it's being visually put on the screen. I I am that's that's what excites me the most. Is the and that's what I love and will defend about Doctor Strange number one because there are some naysayers about that film and I understand. But I you know you cannot say that visually it's not good because it looks stunning. Um, and so every time I watch Doctor Strange, I just really enjoy getting that visual spectacle out of it. And this one is just upping that times 50. Um, so I'm here for it. I'm here to see Elizabeth Olsen. So good to see more of her as Scarlet Witch in this trailer. I loved that bit of dialogue where she's like, you, you know, you break the rules and you're the hero. I do it and I'm the enemy. That doesn't seem fair. I'm yeah. like, you tell him, girl. Yes. Um, I was so happy for that. Is she going to be an antagonist in this one? Still unclear. Very possible. Maybe not. Don't know. Either way, I am very excited to see her and what she's going to do as like the fully fledged Scarlet Witch now. Um, that's so exciting. Uh, and then, of course... There was the other big thing that happened that no one expected. Um, pretty confident now that that was uh, Charles Xavier talking to Doctor Strange, yeah. Patrick Stewart, in that one line off screen, and you see him roll into frame. Nah. And it looks like him. Nah. Okay, well, we'll get to that. It was John Luke Picard, that. the combining <laughs> universes. <laughs> Disney now uh, uh, now owns Paramount. Disney bought Paramount. 
Surprise. Yeah. No more Peacock. No more Peacock. <laughs> it's all on Disney Plus now. No more Paramount Plus. It's on Disney Plus. <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah, no. Yeah. Just, wow. I must have missed that because I didn't see or hear that. So there's, in the trailer, there's the moment where we get to see Mordo again. So Chiwetel Ejiofor with his luscious dreads looking amazing. Um, and he's like, I, you know, I'm sorry, Stephen. I've got to bring you in. I've got to put a stop to what you're doing. Uh, and then we get this shot of Stephen in, putting in these like handcuffs. Yeah. And then he's taken into this big building um, with like what look like Ultron sentries. So those robot guards. And yeah. He's being led in. Yeah. And then he walks in and then um, we get a close up shot of Stephen looking up and then um, Patrick Stewart says a line. And I don't remember what the line is, but he says thing, I, something about we have to tell him the truth or yeah. something like that. We should um, tell him the truth. We should tell him oh, the truth. Oh, so make it so then, number one. Yes, make it, <laughs> make it so. And then he said, and then you literally you see, like literally like, I can't show it at all in the corner of a frame. But in the corner of the frame, you see come into into the frame, uh, a, 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 the sort of outline of what looks like Charles Xavier. Okay, and so people are losing their shit. People, uh, th- well, it could be any bald head. <laughs> it could be, and there are a lot of them. Um, but um, no, I mean, it looks like, for my money, it looks like they're introducing the Illuminati into the MCU. Yep. I think that's, I think that's exactly what's happening. Which I was, of all the things for this movie to do, was not expecting. Basically, the Illuminati in the MCU, Fulia, is like this group of the most intelligent, powered or non-powered beings in the Marvel comic universe. So, uh, so Charles Xavier, um, Dr. Strange, Tony Stark in the comics. I think Bruce Banner as well. Uh, maybe Reed, mm. <laughs> Reed Richards. Reed so Richards. So Mr. Mr. Fantastic. Fantastic. And there was a couple of others that I can't remember. Uh, Cobalt or some. Oh, Black, like. uh, Black Bolt. The, the, um, uh, the dude that lives on the moon. The, yes. Yes. Inhuman. Mr. Squiggle. The Inhuman. <laughs> the Squiggle. Yeah. He was in the Illuminati as well. So it's like this organization of, and they kind of like uh, oversee what's happening on Earth or something, I think. Yeah. It's essentially the, um, if we're going, going to cross the pond here to DC, it's sort of what uh, Martian Manhunter does uh, on his base. It's, it's sort of like he's part of the um, uh, Justice League where he just makes sure everything's happening. But in this case, people are sa- saying, oh, this is going to be like a multiverse um, Illuminati. They need, they're a bit like the TBA and just making sure not, no um, bad crap happens. Right. So, so people are speculating that Charles Xavier, this one is going to be part uh uh, it's going to be different sort of um, from different parts of the multiverse, not necessarily the uh, our one. Yeah, yeah. The, the 616 think, one. Yeah, yeah, which I think makes a lot of sense because, um, you know, now that Disney owns the rights to the X-Men, obviously they can do stuff like this, but they are, they are definitely going to want to do their own version of the X-Men Yeah. at some point. Yeah. Obviously they're going to want to wait a bit. 
um, because those movies and the, that cast attached to those characters are still very fresh. Yeah. So that's why they can do things like have Evan Peters and WandaVision and now they've got Patrick Stewart as Xavier in Doctor Strange. Um, and Ralph Boner. Ralph Boner. I'm still <laughs> mad about it. It's been a year and I'm still mad about it. Um, there is talk that they're probably going to rectify that in this movie. Oh, that'd be nice. I'd be down for that. Um, anyway. Yeah. So that's happening. Um, and I'm just really wanting to know how Mordo is connected to that uh, and his mission of, you know, stopping all the sorcerers. Um, but I really, I kind of, I think it makes sense, of course, because it's they heavily seem to be implying that Doctor Strange has fucked shit up uh, by what he did with uh, Peter Parker in No Way Home, I'm guessing. Or maybe some other event occurs at the start of this movie that we haven't seen yet. Yeah, this um, is the weird bit, if I want to yeah. go into it. Because um, yeah. originally this movie was going to, going to be released before uh, no, no Way, way home. home. Yeah. That's why there's sort of concept art of uh, a character that's in this movie going to be in that movie, uh, America Chavez. And yeah. she was going to be the one that actually brings the Peters back uh, back to, to to the 616 reality. Oh, but, okay. But they, re, but they did the re-re, the re-re, they did the re-re <laughs> with Ned doing his fingers. Yeah. Doing his fine Peter Parker. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. That's cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. So that was going to be a thing, but they had to change it because the release order. And that's what the. um, uh, When the news came out that um, uh, Multiverse of Madness was going to come back to do reshoots. And there's a lot of speculation. It's like, oh, there must be something wrong. It's like, no, they're probably going to fix up some stuff because it doesn't yeah. really make sense if it was before or after. So mm. so I'm thinking this is probably going to be after No Way Home. So it's probably yeah. going to do a little bit of referencing to that movie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Thank you for pointing that out. That's um, right. Yeah. I love, I love behind-the-scenes stuff. I know. It's fascinating. I'm trying not to look in too much into it because that sort of fucked me up for No Way Home and, that, and that's why I knew Aunt May was going to die and I thought, fuck! <laughs> Damn it! Damn it. Screwed yourself. Um, yeah. So Congratulations. I'm just... You played yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, it yeah, it looks... It just looks fantastic. I'm so, so excited to see where this story goes and how everyone ends up and i'm really excited speaking of america chavez i'm really excited to see her debut in this film as well considering i know nothing about this character um and how she operates and um I'm, she can yeah. make star portals to the other uh, to other universes yeah and she can fly um and she has similar captain marvel kind of powers i think yeah sort of. as in uh not, it was bequeathed really. to her she wasn't born I can't remember. I yeah. I like I said, I know nothing about the character. I'm going in blind on her with this film and I'm totally okay with that. Um I'm very excited about it. So, um yeah. Yeah. Freaking awesome trailer. <laughs> My god. I'm going to stop talking. Fulia. Uh, your thoughts. I feel like there was a lot shown there in was this, in this trailer. There? there was so much given to us that it may it, it mm, I don't know if anything could have been cut out to make it shorter, but 
in in saying that I still don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Even though it's shown us so much, I'm still a bit confused. I'm like, oh, this is oh that oh my goodness, what's going on? <laughs> Just like information overload. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, look, as much as it's supposed to be a superhero horror film. Mm. I don't think there's going to be too much horror in this from what I can see. Probably not, but they might be doing the some of the zombies from What If. Yeah. I think I can be okay with that. Yeah, you will. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Marvel film. I like Doctor Strange, and I feel like I'm, I'm probably going to enjoy this, like... Even even if even if there are some nightmarish type moments in there, I think I can get over it. It's a superhero. I think film. you'll be fine. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No. Maybe. But it's also Sam Raimi, and I know you haven't seen Evil Dead. No, I have not. And there was also there was also um, a trailer spot as well that actually had a couple of more things in it, and Zombie Strangers in it. Yep, and Zombie Wanda. And Zombie Wanda. And yep. I think you might <laughs> I think you might need to watch certain bits behind your behind your hands. Look, I'm not I'm I'm not gonna deny that that's not gonna happen. So <laughs> if things like that do happen in the film, uh yeah, probably I like I'll probably end up covering my face, but look meh. I would just say just yeah, remember it's a Marvel Studios. It's a Marvel film. Studios. It's not film. gonna be like they they won't overload you with any kind of scary and creepy. No, visuals. I don't think they will. Like sh- definitely, there definitely is gonna be some, um, but yeah, it won't. They won't push the boundary too yeah. far in that direction because oh. they don't, because a lot of kids watch these movies. <laughs> oh. I know Michael makes me sad. If, oh. if, they, if they could just do a full. Come on, it's Sam Raimi. I want some set. deadites in this shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that would be great. <laughs> People like me watch this sort of stuff. I don't want to be freaked out over a Marvel film. Come on. <laughs> we got we got the we got the oh what what is it? The the stronghold? No, not the stronghold. The The Dark Hold. The Dark Hold. And right next to it is just the uh, Necronomicon. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know. The the Book of the Dead. Yeah. Uh, and been made by uh, and the book is made by flesh. And yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so evolution and evil dead. <laughs> evil dead one, two, and three. No. Um, Army of Darkness. Yes. Army of Darkness. Not, not happening. And and Ash versus the Evil Dead. And Ash oh that I haven't seen yet. Very good. You should watch it. Any final thoughts on Doc Strange before I pass over to Michael? You can pass over to Michael. I, I am will. Done. You've said all you need to say. <laughs> yes, I have. Michael, I'm so keen to hear your thoughts. Uh, please tell me, tell us what you think of this trailer. Oh, my God. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's going to pre- probably going to be light horror, but I don't care. It's still Sam Raimi, and he's, and he's visual, like, um, oh, his vi- visual language is absolutely fantastic. And yeah. I knew it was a, 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 a um, Sam Raimi film with that shot with um, with Wanda, uh, with blood da- down her face and just po- pointing goes and it into goes her into eye. her eye. I love that, that shot. That is such a Sam Raimi, <sighs> Sam Raimi shot. It I is. I love it. It is, yeah. Yeah, that was my other favourite shot of the, of the trailer, I think. Yeah. And I know they probably go back because they're, 
that they they went back to do some f- filming bits and it's like there's going to be a shitload of cameos in this there's no there's no question that if they if they let drop fucking Charles Xavier being played <laughs> yeah. by Patrick Stewart what else is in this f- film i mean with nowhere home ha- having like the first trailer of ha- having doc ock as like what else is there yeah, the other Spider-Man. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but with this one, it's probably going to be, it's probably going to be even bigger. I think it, they're, they're going to do a lot of stuff. I think, I think, um, a lot of people want if it's going to be Luminati and with Reed, uh, with Reed, with uh, uh, Reed Richards. There's there's a lot of speculation that maybe Kang is on the council as well. Yeah, yeah, I could see that happening. And and, uh, cool. and he's a descendant from from Reed Richards and and something like that. But I'm thinking because Fox merger, I think I think they're going to do. Uh, I can't remember his his name, but but oh, the- Aunt, uh, Aunt, I can't pronounce his first name because it's spelled I O A N Grufford, like Ian Grufford, whatever his name is. Yeah, the dude who was in he was in Titanic and um, San Andreas and and he played Horatio Hornblower of- in Hornblower. Yes, Hornblower. Yes. Yeah. Yes. My mother's favorite. And if they if they do some something along that those lines, cool. and there's cool. also going and there's also talk there's probably going to be a Peggy Carter in this as well. Yes. As Captain Britain. Yes. <laughs> Give it to me. Yes. All the of the Peggy, multiverse stuff. Peggy in that suit. I will get down on one knee and propose then and there. <laughs> Please. Because in the poster, like, um, there's shards of glass everywhere and a lot of sleuths are, are going. In one, of the, in one of the little things is, like, the shield. <laughs> I'm gonna, this movie's going to break me <laughs> in the best way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> like when when this when this dropped with the poster and with the um uh and with the trailer spot as well, um a lot of uh, there's there's been some huge buzz in this as what's going to happen. A lot of people are speculating there's going there's going to be a a a Deadpool cameo as well. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, there has been talk about that. I think Ryan Reynolds has already commented on that. I think. <laughs> Yeah, he but played apparently the, he's not gonna be in it. Yeah, he played the werewolf, and you know, with the Andrew Garfield, it's like I'm not the werewolf, but you totally are the werewolf. Yeah, <laughs> I literally saw a meme just to cut in for a second. That's I right. loved it. There's this great, great meme where um, you know, it was talking about Deadpool being in in Doctor Strange two, and and Ryan Reynolds denying it, and then it's literally someone has photoshopped Ryan Reynolds' face on Willem Dafoe, and it says, you know, I'm something of an Andrew Garfield myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was fantastic. <laughs> Peter, you gotta help me. <laughs> I got the mind goblin. What's the mind goblin? Mind goblin, these nuts. <laughs> wow. My favorite meme from. The entire thing. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I think there's going to be a Spider-Man cameo in this as well. Because come on, it's Sam Raimi, and you got, and you got. Um, there'll be a reference. At least. There'll be a reference at least. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a Makes match sense. made in heaven. And also, mm. uh, I have heard word 
I'm not so, I'm not saying if if it's true or not, but um, there's a theory going around, and I'm sort of subscribing to it, where where with the Book of M sort of storyline is going to be taking place into this because of Wanda and all, all that. Ah. And at the end, and at the end of it. Uh, and at the end of that comic, there was no more mutants, no, and there yeah. was no more mutants. No more mutants, uh, yeah. There's actually a theory that I actually quite like, is that that already happened. Yeah, right. So, the reason why there's no mutants in this um, universe, 616, because they couldn't use the word mutants because of copyright and shit like that. Yeah, but, originally. But the, but the reason is because it's already been done. And so this movie may or may not undo that. Okay. How would it already have been done? Because um, Wanda um, wasn't the uh, wasn't the Scarlet Witch until until events have happened, and there may have been some wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff. Where, where um, stuff has happened before, but it hasn't happened yet. It's sort of what happens at the end. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> my brain's just exploding. It's sort oh. of what, yeah. It's sort of what happened at the end of Loki, where 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 um, the co- constant thing is going around and around and around, right? And it. And there's a an absolute shift that actually happened at the end, and that's and that's when Sylvie actually stabbed the all-seeing he one. He who remains. Yeah. He who remains at, at the end, and there's a completely different sort of uh, there's a completely different uh, timeline happening, and it's starting to break free. So, if that's the case, and we've been constantly going around round circles where time goes in time goes in, in a circle that it happens over and over and over again, that means there's no mutants in that circle. Yeah. But, but because it's now broken, and because and because it's now broken, you can now go to the Illuminati, which has mutants in those particular in, in those particular um, uh, universes, and now they're sl- and they're they're slowly starting to collide. And that's how we're sort of starting to get mutants pop up now. So, oop. it. So, it's. I don't know how they're going to do it, but but it's sort of these people uh, who are meant to be mutants, but were not mutants. And I think that's probably going to tie into the Ralph Boner bullshit as well. That all of a sudden he's going to be a mutant, and yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, it's it's going to be an absolute brain either? fuck. Nope. So, <laughs> yeah, so hopefully they'll explain it a whole lot better than I, I just did. But I'm sort of subscribing yeah. to the idea that that um, no more mutants has already happened, and now yeah. and now they're going to have to go back to actually rectify that. Or yeah. Okay. Yeah. The universe is going to be absolutely fractured, and everything's going to be coming in, into each other. Yep. I see. No, I think I kind of see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. No, I. I need another yeah. draft. I know. <laughs> I'll see you next week. See you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs>
No, thank you for that, Mike. That's freaking awesome. Do you have any other any other final thoughts, or shall we move on? Um, I think Wanda. Well, I think the Scarlet Witch and Wanda are two separate people, and I think that sort of yeah. happened at the end. Yeah. So that would mean the Scarlet Witch actually did say no more mutants and Wanda is a completely different person from a different universe. But as Wanda is a um, uh, a, a nexus being, she can be she can be in two places at once. Yeah. So something something's yeah something's gonna happen there. Yeah. She is the yeah. one to watch. In oh, a, she is in a Doctor Strange. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. I can see the memes it, already. Yeah, Scarlet it, Witch in the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, uh, Scarlet Witch gets her own movie, but it's in, <laughs> but it's named yeah. something else. Yeah, it's like the fucking you know, uh, Bobando. Fit. 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 Lorian. Yeah. Fit in. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Surely they they could have done that at the start of the Mandalorian movie, uh, season three, but you know. Yeah. Whatevs. See our discussion of last week to go into that. Gold, yeah. I'm calling Gold Leader. <laughs> yes, yes. And the we are going to oversharing. No, that's okay, Mike. You <laughs> yes. have a you have a line. I do. Mm. On my nose. <laughs> uh, no, maybe I think on the screen in front that's of you. That's for might later. Be a line. That's have for I got later. a line? <laughs> so when are we going to be dropping everything and watching this candle? Yes, literally. Um, we will be sitting in a cinema on the 5th of May watching Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yay! Three days before my birthday. What a present for me. <laughs> Don't get may- me anything, guys. I just need that movie. Yeah, may or may not. May or may not. <laughs> yeah, there's a tagline for you. Um, great. All right, let's move on to our other trailers. Trailer number two we're going to discuss this week, of course, is our finally, 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 finally first look at Baz Luhrmann's Elvis. Um, This has been in the works for a long time, um, of course. And uh, they, you know, I believe this is where, this is the, not to bring any, the room down, but this is the, I think the film set where um, Tom Hanks got COVID. Yes, he, they were filming this in Australia in 2020 when COVID broke out, and Tom Hanks was like one of the first major celebrities to publicly declare he 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 got the virus before vaccines. And um, the winner is Sydney. And the, <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's I love that callback. Um, yeah. Yes. So, but anyway, that being said, um, it's been a long time coming to see this movie coming out uh, and to even see a trailer. So I'm, I'm very happy that we have a trailer. They put a lot in it. They showed us a lot of different eras of Elvis in this, uh, a lot of different outfits. Uh, different weights. Different weights. Yes. Um, yeah, different looks and everything. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I mean, I was in on this movie when it was announced, to be honest, because, I mean, A, it's a biopic, and B, it's Baz Luhrmann directing a biopic, which I don't think he's done before. Um, and C, uh, Tom Hanks as the notorious, uh, manager of Elvis Presley. Um, he's going to be playing a bit more of an antagonist in this film, which we don't usually see Tom Hanks do. So I'm looking forward to that. 
Um, and I'm also really looking forward to seeing Austin Butler as Elvis himself um, because the glimpses of him we got in this trailer were really, really good. And whilst he doesn't entirely match the physical appearance of, of um, the king of rock and roll, he definitely seems to be capturing his demeanor and his charisma and his speech. Like those parts in the trailer where you hear him speak, I was like, wow. Like he's nailed the voice. Like he's got a vocal coach that's like really just done an incredible job because he sounds a lot like Elvis. Um, you know what he would say? What would he say? Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm, yeah, it looks amazing. You know, I'm, I'm definitely a fan of Baz Luhrmann. Um, he's such a great director and has such a visual style all his own as well. Um, you know, from Sam Raimi, and now we're in talking about Baz Luhrmann, not talk about distinct directing visual styles. Mm. Um, so, yeah, and to see him bring that to, you know, uh, the story of a real-life person who, you know, existed and changed the face of music uh, in, a, in a very impactful way is just, it's going to be, it's, this movie is going to be huge. Like, we thought Bohemian Rhapsody and Rocketman were big. I feel like Elvis is going to be... I hope so. I hope I'm not, you know, speaking out of turn here. But, yeah, I just have a feeling this movie is going to be insanely big. Um, so hopefully I'm right. Um, but I can't wait. I really... I re- like I, That trailer ended and I was like, okay, I want to watch it now. I don't want to wait. <laughs> yeah. I would really, really like to see this now, please. And thank you. Um, but we have to wait a few more months. Um, but, yeah, I can't wait. Full here. Yes. What did you think of the trailer for Elvis? I feel like it was a bit much. Like there was a lot going on. Uh-huh. Uh, they gave us a bit too much. I feel like the, the first two trailers that we were talking about, like there was just a lot happening in the trailers. They were big trailers. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know how convinced I am of, of um, oh, what's his Austin name? Austin Butler. Austin Butler playing Elvis. Um, I mean, I don't know too much about. Um, Elvis's life or like I haven't really looked into his you know his beginnings or anything like that but um, I don't know like I, I may I may need another trailer to watch okay. to, to be convinced I mean I'm probably still end, gonna end up watching it anyway um, just because I want to learn more about what happened like how Elvis pe- became who he was that mm-hmm. the legend of rock mm-hmm. Um and oh, I'm just seeing Tom Hanks. Yeah, man, that that makeup, that that special effects makeup he's got on, and then to top it off, his voice, his his voice acting. Yeah, he's um, got a bit of a. He's got an accent. Yeah, he's got a bit of an accent going, and I, I, man, I reckon he's probably up for a contention for Oscar? potential Oscars as well. Probably this, yeah, this movie is definitely going to be yeah Oscar worthy. I, I reckon. Yeah. Um, probably under the best supporting. Actor, it would be. Yeah, I imagine. I imagine Tom Hanks would be supporting. Although the trailer was interesting, the fact that it kind of framed him as maybe not maybe the main character because he's narrating it. He yes, narrating, yes, yeah. he was narrating yeah. it. Yeah, you know. So that was that was interesting. I didn't expect that, and I kind of like that. Mm. as well like something a bit different yeah um so yeah who knows it could be a supporting actor could be a lead actor yeah maybe i don't know but um just from what i've seen there was just so many shots they put into this particular trailer that i feel like they've given us a bit too much um yeah that's okay uh so i don't know maybe maybe another trailer to convince me on watching it or 
maybe maybe I just don't need another trailer. I just go straight into it. Yeah, I, I, I will say to your point of showing too much, I feel like it's interesting that they decided to go straight in with a big trailer, like a full-length trailer and mm. not a little teaser first. Yeah. Because we've had nothing. This is the literally the first footage we've seen of this movie um, and the fact that they didn't do any kind of teasers or anything was I, interesting. I think the maybe the reason why they did that is so that they can get everybody hyped up for it because it's it's actually not that far away. No, it is. Its release. No, it is coming out pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. so they're just like, we're not going to tease it. Just just have it. You've been waiting for it long enough. So here, here's your trailer. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's probably what they've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Mike, what do you reckon? Are you an Elvis fan? I know of him. I wouldn't call <laughs> I wouldn't call myself a fan, but um and I can't really count how many songs I that I do know. But I know uh, I know uh he he's um he's representative on uh Lilo and Stitch. I know that much. Yes, he's got some good songs in that movie. <laughs> yeah. And real songs in real life too. Um, yes, yes, that too. <laughs> so, so that live action Lilo and Stitch movie is going to be good, and and probably expensive because you know, pay for Graceland. Um, yeah, this trailer looks absolutely fantastic. I mean, <clears throat> Baz Luhrmann, he's he doesn't shy away from the subtle. So, <laughs> I would recommend if you're going to watch this in the cinema, um, sit at the back because it's going to be very loud. <laughs> Yeah. And not necessarily volume, but in color schemes and... In visual effects, And visual. Yeah. So it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, if you need, need something to wake up to, it's always good for that, for, for that stimulation. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can't wait to point out, and it's like, ah, there's all these Australian cameos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I will. I, I will point out that you know Baz Luhrmann's like past films that I have seen, they've been really good, and I really enjoyed them. So yeah, I I, th- I feel like this is probably going to be a good movie as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably not historically accurate, but but mm-hmm. but who knows? But well, that's probably why they've got Tom Hanks narrating it. Yeah, they, so they can have an unreliable narrator. Yeah, I was going to say that as well. So mm. it's sort of um in, in that sort of vein. But I do like the fact that they don't shy away that um, he was very heavily influenced by black culture at the time. Yeah, great point. Yeah, because mm-hmm. all the gyrating and all, all the other things, and you see it in the in the trailer as well. So so it was all about his upbringing as well. That mm-hmm. he's that he sees a lot of things, and not and he learned his dance moves not from Forrest Gump, but from, <laughs> but. But from from pastors as well, from from the yeah. sort of black churches as well of where mm-hmm. he was growing up to. So I do like like that, and no doubt there's going to be some naysayers. I was like, ah, oh, it's work. They're they're taking away they're taking away Elvis's uh, influences because it's been whatever. <laughs> but I, but I do do enjoy it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of singing and dancing and a lot of toe tapping as well. And I can't wait to see the cameo of Barry Otto. Oh, yeah. (laughs) No doubt he's going to be in it. No doubt. No doubt. And Vince Colosimo. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Who else? Hmm. Mm. Thinking. 
Mm, Lots of people. Mm, probably not. I don't know. Maybe. But he, he, he does like to chuck, chuck a couple, couple of a couple them of Aussies in. in there. Yeah. Not necessarily well known, but, you know. But but, so, some of his ones that he likes to put in. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you... Uh, sorry, a bit of a tangent here, but, but um, Moulin Rouge... Mm. Uh, one one of the one of the guys uh, in um, in the entourage, uh, not the bald headed guy, but the one that's got like the fantastic beard. That that was a uh, that that was a uh, Gary uh, Gary McDonald. Gary McDonald, where do I know that name? Uh, Norman Gunston. Ah, really? Yeah. Ah. Very hard to see him under all that beard, but yeah. Well, because yeah, we're so used to the way he looks as Norman that the yeah bald head and yeah and that that's basically it. But he, yeah, right. he's wearing a hat and a beard yeah. and glasses, so <laughs> <laughs> unrecognizable. No wonder I didn't know he was in that. Yeah, yeah, cool. A lot of strains in in, in that movie too. Well, mm, makes sense because mm-hmm. it was filmed here. Here it was, yes, in the Fox Studios on the Gokust. <laughs> yes. Before, before the, before the, before the COVID outbreak. <laughs> <laughs> yes, BC. Yeah, BC. Mm. Don't want to get political <laughs> here, but sorry, biblical. Anyway, politics and religion—they're the same thing. Anyway, when are we going to be uh, having a date night, uh, Kendall? Well, <laughs> me, me, really. You, you. You and your lovely wife. Yeah, my wife says, we're going to see this. It's, it's like, okay, all right. I mean, Baz Luhrmann is a hit or, hit or miss, but, you know, okay, I'll watch that. <laughs> uh, true. I, I, I feel like he's more hits than misses, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he he's not he does not have an unblemished track record. Okay. <laughs> I'll just leave <laughs> anyway. it at that. So when are we going to watch this, Kendall? We will be watching... I don't know when we're going to be watching uh, Elvis here in Australia, but if you're in the UK and the US, you can check it out on the 24th of June. Um, so here in Australia, I imagine we'll have it probably the 23rd or there or thereabouts. Um, watch the space. Yeah. Mm. Come on, Baz. Have the world premiere here. Yeah. Do it in Melbourne. Nah, it's probably going to be Sydney. It'll be Sydney. I know. It'll be Sydney. Hmm. And the winner yeah. is... <laughs> well played sure all right we have one more trailer to talk about and it is a teaser trailer a very big teaser trailer um because uh because of the uh the match that will not be named earlier this week we got uh, a lot of little trailers and things dropping and one of the big teaser trailers um to come out of that game that must not be named um, was the first teaser for the Lord of the Rings Rings of Power series Rings of um, Power Rings of Power I wish they just called it the Rings of Power and left it at that I don't know I don't get why they have to like preface it with the Lord of the Rings colon Rings of Power but eh, it's a nitpick I suppose branding yeah affiliation <laughs> Yeah, no. It's, it's not your granddad's fucking token. No, definitely not. Um, 
So yeah, this is very much a tease. Very much a tease. Uh, I, we're definitely going to get some some good trailers down the road, I think, for this because it looks really, really good. Uh, you know, they filmed in New Zealand again, of course, for this. I mean, why wouldn't uh, they? Why wouldn't exactly? <laughs> New Zealand is Middle Earth. Uh, why wouldn't you? It's right is that in there. the middle of nowhere. Yeah, Middle Zealand. Middle Zealand. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So that's a big tick. And then yeah, they just it looks like it's really capturing the look and the aesthetic of Peter Jackson's work, um, which I'm definitely here for, and that makes a whole lot of sense. Um, but of course, there's some different choices that are going to be made that are, are going to probably separate this from uh, the movies that we know. Uh, and that's also fine. Um, I'm just still having problems with the fact that Elrond has short hair in this. Um, and the fact that any of these elves have short hair. Well, when you were born, you had short hair. (laughs) (laughs) And I know, again, that's, that's like, you know, nerdy nitpick right there. Um, and really shouldn't matter. Um, but um, I just—it's just interesting that that—that's a choice that's been made. Um, but but yeah, whatever. Why not? Um, I'm excited to see a young, apart from young Elrond. I am excited to see, regardless of hair hair being there or not. Um, I'm also excited to see a younger Galadriel, um, and uh, you know, learn more about her character because I feel like she was one of the most mysterious figures of. Um, the Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings. Uh, so I can't wait to dive more into her story and to her character um, in this series. Um, but yeah, it looks amazing. It just looks really, really good. And I cannot wait to see more, um, to be honest, and to find out more of what the story is going to be. Um, Cause that's also very fascinating, but yeah, I can't wait. Fulia, what are your thoughts? Um, well, this was very much the tease of a teaser. Tease. Um, I was actually expecting a little bit more than what we got. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> too, mu- too much of the, the other one. <laughs> Not, Not enough for this, this one. Choices. <laughs> I know. Um... Oh, look, uh, I'm not the biggest of fans when it comes to Lord of the Rings um, itself or The Hobbits. I have watched them once through all extended editions. Thanks, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have a choice. Uh, (laughs) Oh, she did the the Evil Dead approach. Okay, great. (laughs) I'll I'll talk to her and we'll figure it out. Look, I will say this. Alex... Call, call me. <laughs> DM me. Something. I will, I will say this, though. I actually went to New Zealand and saw all of the places that were filmed before watching the films. And then I came back, and then the year later, I actually watched the films. <laughs> That's strange. <laughs> I went there as an appreciation as a filmmaker uh, as a, <laughs> and going into the behind-the-scenes sort of stuff. That's how I appreciated going and seeing all the set locations and all that sort of stuff. Then I watched the films, and as I was watching them, I was like, oh, I remember that. Oh, I've been there. I've seen this. <laughs> so you learn how the sausage was made before eating a sausage. Yep. Isn't that how it always works? <laughs> no. The chicken, the egg, the egg, the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> 
Look, I, I'm, I don't know whether I'll be watching this one. Um, just, I think I need a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Fair enough. That's all I'm going to say. No, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Thank you. Thank you. Michael. Hello. How are you feeling about this series with this teaser? I'm very excited for this one uh, to come out because uh, it takes place in the second age of Middle Earth where yes. a lot of stuff uh, is a precursor to what actually happens. So essentially um, it's the prologue to uh, Fellowship of the Ring mm-hmm. that we that they throw, throw down. It's like uh, all these rings were made for yeah. like, like uh, no, let me get this right. Three rings for the elvens, for elves. Yeah. Uh, seven rings for, I think for men. Seven rings for men and ten rings for the uh, dwarf lords. And then one for Sauron because, you know. He, Something like that. He's shit hot. And apparently he's going to be hot in this one. So we get to see his face. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. He's going to be mm. sexy bad boy. A sexy bad boy. And then, and then Tumblr just melted. Yeah, so there's probably going to be a lot of that. Um, I would like I would like it to be. Apparently, it's going to be a little bit uh, its own thing, not necessarily solely like the Peter Jackson Peter Jackson weather uh, weather workshop sort sort of stuff. It's just going to be similar, and I don't mind that because you know different ages it'll look it'll look different and all these creatures as well so i'll be up for that and it probably gives me an incentive to actually try to attempt to read the silver merillion even though it's very dense and (laughs) boring um trying to get through it but yeah i'm i'm all for that um we're, we're going to see like the precursors to hobbits as well so uh, it it won't it won't look nice like the holes that they live in. They'll just live in actual grotto holes as well. Mm-hmm. So, but but I'm all for it. And they say they've got plenty of um, material to actually go on for a couple of seasons. And hopefully it will be okay. And I'm just going to ignore all the naysayers that think that think ah you can't have, you can't have a black dwarf that doesn't have a beard. You can't have black you know you can't have people of color to play fucking fictional fantasy characters you fucking morons anyway Mm. stupid people (laughs) are stupid no it's anglo-saxon it's like no (laughs) no (laughs) it's really not (laughs) they're elves yes (laughs) they're not Uh, human yep you can understand the humans being being like white or whatever but it's it's doesn't matter <laughs> just enjoy the story god damn it exactly that's if the uh, story is okay uh, and that's what i'm going to be judging it on if it's uh, enthralled and uh if i enjoy it and I'll, i don't know if i i will enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna go into it expecting to enjoy it Yes. Uh, okay. Dare I say the the tra- trailer is a bit un- underwhelming because it's a teaser and we don't know any of the characters really. So and we only know you know yeah uh, Elrond and Gladriel 
and that's it, basically. Mm. Oh, and Sauron. But I don't think he's going to turn up. I think there's going to be a lot of um, uh, treading of what the world is at the moment because it was complete because the world was completely different in the second age and then yeah and then what happens in the uh, 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 what age is the i think it's the fourth age i think maybe or the fifth age i can't remember i don't remember i don't know i, I don't know my talking i just like it because you know, Tolkien begat like um, all, all our other um, fantasy shit as well, like Dungeons and Dragons and all that. And they couldn't they couldn't use uh, in Dungeons and Dragons they couldn't use the word Hobbit because it's copyrighted. Uh, so they had to use halfling. Yeah, yeah. I knew True. that much. But elves, of course, it's in public domain. Yeah. 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 So when will we be watching this in on Amazon Prime? Kendall? Yes, yes. <laughs> well, the Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, will begin airing on Amazon Prime on the second of September. So what's that? Just over six months to yeah. go until we get to go back to Middle Earth. So there will be time for a couple of trailers. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, in between now and then is San Diego Comic Con. And uh, if the way COVID is going, I feel like we might actually have an in person yeah. SDCC this year. So I'm manifesting it. Please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No more virtual cons. Oh, gosh. <sighs> well, it's not easy for us because everything will be digital. Yeah, I know. It's virtual regardless for us here in Australia, but. You know, to the people who can actually go and, you know, and then the whole H will be able to be a thing again. And we'll One day I will be there. I know, one day. <laughs> yeah, I'll just watch it illegally like I always do. Oh, did I just admit that? <laughs> Not really. No. What are you talking about? It's fine. Mm. Mm. Sponsored by NordVPN. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's trailer park done. We're mm-hmm. rolling on out. Rolling on out because now, of course, mm. it is time. Yeah. For the moment. Oh, I got a music cue. Oh. The segment. Oh shit! Where is it? The section. Fuck! Where is it? The place. Where's my mouse? The part. My mouse is missing again. The thing. Ooh. That portion of the show we like to call. Ooh, popcorn culture. There we go. Found it. Yay! <laughs> I am that sound effect. You are. <laughs> I am that JPEG. Yeah. Get it? Picture. I'm the GIF. Audio. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the GIF sound alert. <laughs> yes. Yes. Popcorn culture time. It's popcorn culture time. All right. So. Yes. Um, we thought we might uh, dive in to um, some Doctor Who discussion. Yes. This week. Just because um, there's nothing else to talk about right now. <laughs> there's no shows to review that all of us have seen. Um, so, yeah, we're going to talk about Doctor Who. Uh, and specifically, who should be who? Um, He's not called Doctor Who. You failed as a who <laughs> It's not Doctor Who, it's just the Doctor. Mm. The doctor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
baby. I knew this. I'm new. I'm I'm new to this. Who should be the doctor? So, um, we are on the cusp of finding out for reals who is going to be the 14th doctor. We will find out at the end of the year. At the end of the year, we will. Or they make a big curveball and we don't find out. It was, and they just cut the black before they change. Yeah, that'd be, <laughs> that'd be intense. Um, who knows? But regardless, we are nearing the end of Jodie Whittaker's run on Doctor Who, uh, which means it's time for a regeneration. Mm-hmm. And um, there are always, it's like James Bond, there are just always names being thrown around um, who people would like to see fill you know, the TARDIS yeah, for the upcoming seasons. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we're just kind of go through some names who we think might be in with a shot or just some people we would love to see be Doctor Who, even if it may not even happen. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll just, you know, go from there, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, I have a small list. Um, so I am going Someone to... Someone has a list. I love... You guys know I love lists. Do you have a list for Leah? I do not. <laughs> oh, oh, I've got a list. <laughs> you're the listinator. Of course you're going to have Yay. a list. <laughs> no. Well said. That's my alter ego. <laughs> All so, views and opinions of the listinator is not of my own. Okay. <laughs> Separate entity. Um, legally, yes. Legally, yes. <laughs> um. Yes, well, I felt like making a list because A, I love lists, and B, it's popcorn culture. Go hard or go home. Um, so Ooh, I, eh? I should, I should really start by just shouting out the fact that I, for my inspiration for my list of people's, I think should be Doctor Who. Uh, I watched a video by uh, Who Culture, which is What Culture's uh, Doctor Who channel. They have a separate channel for all their Doctor Who content. Um, and, uh, yeah, and they actually had a, had a video that came out like a year ago, um, that was, um, you know, basically discussing what we're about to discuss now and doing like a top 10 list of, of, of actors who should, uh, be the next doctor. Um, so I got a couple of names from that and then a couple of names from my own brain. So my first name, and I'm going to do this in no particular order, but then I might pick one that I want the most to be the doctor. Um, I really liked uh, the idea of Tilda Swinton being the doctor. She's always a favorite. Yeah. <laughs> she ever, really. Ever since New Who ca- came out, a lot of people were, were banking on t- uh, Tilda. Yeah, really? Wow. But then, you know, why would uh, a megastar come back to the UK and do TV? Because it's Doctor Who, I guess. I know, so. but at the moment, mm. because Doctor Who is becoming more and more popular mm-hmm. and it being a mainstayer of viewing figures, no matter how, how many people say it's, oh, it's dwindling, it's failing, it's like, no, because they're not counting viewership online, like all, all the streaming services as well, so... Because not a lot of people actually watch live to air t- TV anymore, so so True. Ev- so ever since that it, it came out, a lot of people still bank on Tilda Swinton. <clears throat> mm, no, okay, no, that's 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 fair. Um, well, yeah, I I because I just I think she would be perfect for the role um, because you know 
she's very uh you know very unique in her appearance and uh the way you know she you know the different things and aspects she brings to the characters she's played over the years um a lot of a lot of that would be very useful for playing someone like the doctor i think and then she has that kind of androgynous look to her as well yeah that that would kind of speak to you know the doctor being not being male or female just kind of being the doctor um so that that could be really interesting to explore with her um and just because she's just so talented like i mean she's an oscar winner um and she's been in an incredible amount of brilliant films her range is endless um i've never seen her give it a bad performance and she's british acting royalty what more can be said i yeah i i irish I, but they well okay irish yeah it's fine <laughs> it's fine. the same i'm i apologize um <laughs> i apologize profusely um but anyway regardless she uh yeah would definitely uh bring something very cool to the doctor and it'd be nice to see another female take the role um you know uh, that's going to go down so well if, <laughs> if there's a female cast as the next one. Oh, funny. Anyway, moving on. Um, another actor I thought, and this is funny, considering uh, who he works with, but I feel like Michael Sheen would be Yes, really cool. I was going to pick him too. Oh, you can mention him. <laughs> you can mention him. He's a good choice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it's not just because, you know, he works with David Tennant and Good Omens, but, you know, Michael Sheen also has the range, darling. Yes. Like, he's been in a bunch of really cool things um, and is super freaking talented. I reckon he'd be a really good doctor. He would be great. Yeah. He can be He can be serious. He can be eccentric. He can be aloof. He can be funny. He can, you know, he can bring pathos. Like, he can do the whole gamut. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So, I think he would be a lovely choice. Um, you know, and I suppose someone who like him, who has, uh, you know, is known for doing TV on top of doing film, um, you know, and he's a good character actor too. Like he pops in and out of things a lot and, um, you know, so, um, yeah, I think he would be wonderful to see as the doctor. Um, and the final, the final name that the, uh, the who culture list inspired that I, I really liked was, uh, was Hayley Atwell. Um, only because why? Peggy. Peggy. What? You mentioned Haley Atwell as doc as the doctor kicking ass. The only problem I have with the idea of having her as the doctor, I feel like she'd be too close to Jodie. Yeah. Um, that's probably the only reason why she probably, they wouldn't give it to her or she wouldn't be the doctor unless they went in a completely different direction to what you would expect um, Haley Atwell to do, but then again, you kind of hire you want you you hire Haley Atwell to do what she does best, and she you know she does these incredibly independent and and strong female characters um, that you know are just wonderful to watch. Um, but I so I would love to see her like because especially because she's you know she has experience doing sci-fi and and action stuff you know she's no stranger to that so um, mm. it would be cool to see what she could do. The other two names that I had uh, that I really I really like and would like to see the first one I'm going to mention um, because it was just a thought because I really love this this actor and I I haven't seen enough of him uh, is a young actor by the name of George McKay. 
Um, he's one of my favorite British actors. Uh, he was in 1917. Uh, uh, he was one of the two oh, young boys. Which one? The one that lived. Spoilers. Oh, yes. So he's the main. <laughs> he's the main character of 1917, basically. Uh, and he was awesome in that. Uh, he's also the main character in a wonderful film called Pride um, that a lot of people should see. Um, and uh, I and he's also in uh, Captain Fantastic with Viggo Mortensen. I yeah, everything I've seen George McKay in, I adore. He's got such a great presence, and you know, it's been a minute since we've had a younger Doctor Who, like a, a younger male Doctor Who, I suppose. So it would be nice to see. Uh, a kind of a fresh face and especially someone like him who's hasn't really made a name for himself in Hollywood or you know outside of England really like you know he's done a, a, a quite a number of really wonderful films that have you know crossed you know crossed the English Channel and you know gone international and all this I mean 1917 was a huge movie a couple of years ago um, for obvious reasons and uh, he was great in that so I think it would be really nice way for him to advance in his career and get to do more really exciting work if he was given the opportunity. Um, cause, and I'd be just really curious to see if he could pull it off, to be honest, because everything I've seen him do is very, very dramatic. Mostly. Um, I haven't really seen him do any comedy. I mean, there are some funny moments in pride, um, that are quite good, but, um, but yeah, I've never really seen him kind of be eccentric or be doctor esque in any way. But then again, the doctor doesn't have to be eccentric. I could, you know, they can be whatever they want. Um, but I'd just be really curious to see if he could do it. Um, and then my last name, and this has got to be hands down my favorite name, Richard E. Grant. (laughs) I would love more than anything to see Richard E. Grant be the doctor. (laughs) I think that would be fantastic. I won't Um, burst your bubble then. (laughs) <laughs> Let me guess, that's not going to happen No, he's already played the Doctor twice Ah, I think you've told me Did he do it in, um, there was, was it a radio thing? Yeah, it was sort of a, a webcast radio That was sort of s- supposed to celebrate the 40th anniversary Yeah, And he also right. played a, an incarnation of the Doctor In the comedy, uh, comic relief um, episode of, of Doctor Who. Mm. Uh, that was um, uh, written by Stephen Moffat, with yeah. with uh, with Rowan Atkinson playing the Doctor. Then he regenerated into um, Richard E. Grant, who also regenerate regenerated into Jim Broadbent, <laughs> and then he regenerated into Hugh Grant. <laughs> and then he regenerated into Joanna Lovely. <laughs> Not the spoiler, that. but <laughs> that's fantastic. I'm gonna have to look that up. Um, okay, well, I mean, that's fine, but that, that does not necessarily mean that he would never actually play the Doctor. No, but he was also in Doctor Who, like in general. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, well, I mean, there, you know. It wouldn't be the first time that an actor had appeared in Doctor Who that then went on to be the Doctor. So, um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's fine. I don't know. I just think, I just think he would be really great because. Oh yeah. 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 He's, I mean, we all know he's fantastic, um, as just in general and has been for many, many years, but I feel like he's had sort of a, a resurgence in recent 
times, you know, with, you know, can you ever forgive me? He gave an incredible performance in that. Um, and then he was in, everyone's talking about Jamie, um, as this, you know, uh, wonderful, um, drag performer, um, who gets an original song in this musical. And uh, it was just heartbreaking and wonderful. Um, and then of course, as classic Loki, um, he was just brilliant. Sorry. You just mentioned Loki. I thought, thought of dry reaching. What? You've, you've just hit your quota. Oh, okay. Sorry. (laughs) I have hit my quota for the episode. Okay. My bad. Sorry, guys. Sorry, everyone. It's all right. More Um, more than twice. More than... (laughs) It's me. Come on. Um, Anyway. Yes. So he's just... I don't know. He's on the up and up at the moment, I think. And it would just be really cool to see what he could do with the role. And he'd just be entertaining as hell. Like, because he... You know he would be able to now the humour and the gravitas of that character. Um, like, just, yeah. So, he's my top pick, Richard E. Grant, for the Doctor. But who knows if it'll happen. I just I just also have to quickly mention that the Who Culture list had, not, had Tom Hiddleston as their number two pick. <laughs> like, the guy actually said Tom Hiddleston would be, the, would be ideal for Doctor Who, and I'm like, that's never going to happen but I love your spirit. Yeah. <laughs> I love you putting that out in the universe, but that's never going to happen. Um, I would love if it happened though. Um, Fulia. Yes. My darling. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, now that the newbie has said her piece. Yes. Um, someone who's more experienced in who. In new who. In new who. <laughs> In New Who specifically. If you want a classic, you'll come to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are your thoughts? What is your list? Who do you have that you think could be the 14th? So I came into this little segment with nothing because I was like, I have no idea who could play. I need to quickly look up peoples. And then <laughs> you started um, saying some names and I also found some names online. Excellent. Um, one of them being Michael Sheen that you've already mentioned. Uh, I reckon he'd be a really good doctor Yeah. Um, as well. Uh, especially after watching him in uh, Good Omens, he was actually really I know. good in that. <laughs> He's so good in that. Um, another another name that popped into my mind as as you guys were sort of discussing um, Rowan Atkinson. <laughs> I reckon it would be a good doctor. <laughs> yeah, he'd be fun. He'd be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I reckon. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I I think he would be a really good one to sort of go with. And then all of a sudden my brain just went, holy crap, and just came up with another name. Uh, Stephen Merchant would be a good one. Wow. <laughs> I like that. I, I reckon Stephen Merchant would be fun. I like that. I, good choice. I like that pick. Yeah. He's great. <laughs> He's so, like, eccentric in his comedy. And I, I absolutely love it because mm-hmm. he really goes into it. Yeah. And so I, I reckon he'd be a really good doctor yeah. in this instance. Uh-huh. And he, he, you know, especially the way that the doctor really behaves, I think he can really embody that. Um, so I would definitely go Stephen Merchant. Nice. For sure. <laughs> Very good pick. I like this. Um, another option, and this is coming from, you know, rumors online. Um, Joe Martin, who we saw as the fugitive doctor during season 12 and then once again in the flux oh yes yes 
Um, She's cool. There are rumors that there's a possibility that she might be returning. Oh, okay. But I don't know how much of that is true. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just going by what I see. (laughs) Fair enough. Um, Another potential could be Richard Aote from the IT crowd. (laughs) Yeah, I've heard that, like, kicking around. Wow. (laughs) Ever since Matt Smith. Yeah. Wow, yeah. I, I reckon he'd be really fun he'd as be, well. He'd be great. I feel like Stephen Merchant would be better. I think so. But Richard Ayoade is like... Uh, he has he has his own way of doing comedy as so well. so unique. Yes. That would be so very, interesting. Very to the point. Yeah, he's in very... Of, yeah, in some very, of his stuff that, you know, that he's yeah. done. I, I just, I loved him in the IT crowd. So oh, he's so good. The way Moss, that he delivers yeah. his lines in that is just, oh, oh it's Beautiful. Uh. <laughs> Fire! <laughs> oh gosh! Um, I need to do another rewatch of the IT crowd. Oh, I did one a couple of months ago. It's just so, oh, it's so good. And um, and the last person I will mention, um, and it's probably someone no one would have thought of, uh, Lucy Lawless. Oh, if we're going the female route. Yeah, I have heard that. <laughs> she would be great. First international doctor. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, because she's, she's a Kiwi. Yeah. So that would be, yeah, that'd be huge. That'd be they, really cool. Also, I think a lot of people would maybe have issue with the fact that it's not being played by a British, by a British. A British person. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be, um, there's going to be a lot of, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of, George Lazenby, George Lazenby. Yeah. <laughs> George Lazenby yeah. doctor. Yeah, she'll be the yeah, she'll be the George Lazenby of the Doctor Who uh, universe. That's hilarious. Um, but no, I yeah, I reckon a, she'd be really cool. Doctor, she'd be she'd be awesome. At she it. kicks Absolutely. ass. Yeah. in Ash versus Evil Dead. Yes, I've heard. I have heard. So, and she also yeah, obviously she's Zena as well. Yes. But to go on what we were talking about before. Yes, yes. Because Ash vs. Evil Dead was actually filmed in New Zealand. Yes, it was. Yes, (laughs) yes. No, yeah, great pick. Yeah. Yeah. She'd be badass. Oh, yeah. Badass doctor. I reckon. But I feel like out of the ones that I've just named, I reckon maybe Stephen Merchant would be my favourite of them, of the the all. Yeah. I reckon he'd be a really good doctor. Yeah, he would. (laughs) He'd be a very tall, lanky doctor. Very tall, lanky doctor. (laughs) But, but fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> um, all right, Michael. We're going hey. to the, the man with the classic who knowledge. Yeah. Yes. My classical knowledge. The most <laughs> knowledgeable Whovian yes. I have ever met, Michael Lister. Wow. Please, on this podcast. On this podcast. Please <laughs> divulge. Um, who are your picks? Who are you thinking should be the 14th Doctor? Yeah. Uh, well, I'll cross out Taylor Swinton uh, because <laughs> because that's always on on the list of who who's going to be the next Doctor. Uh, I also check uh, I also check out uh, Richard Avawali as well. Okay. Uh, because that's also a a, a, a favourite as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got I've got one that's a bit of a, a wild card, but I, I like the idea for just a couple of. Just a short season, but uh, 
uh, along with the IT crowd, but um, uh, Matt Berry. Yeah. As, <laughs> as the doctor. Yeah, I think he came up on the list that I was looking Matt at. Matt Berry. Oh, my God. Oh, I, that would be fantastic. <laughs> you can just imagine. Father. Doctor. <laughs> I am the doctor. <laughs> Damn Tardis. these sexy hot pants. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yep, I love that. Or what we I do love, in I the love... shadows. Bat. Yeah. <laughs> and he turns into a bat. I love everything about that. Human. He, he is fantastic. He is. Oh, God. Bless and, him. And wasn't used enough in Book of Boba Fett. Not at all. Talk about a wasted potential. Mm. Oof. Disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Enough of shooting on uh, Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, <laughs> we but need to stop doing that. <laughs> there, there is um, uh, there is a thing with um, um, Richard. No, not Richard. Jesus. Um, Russell T Davies. Where he likes to um, uh, hire, well, he's he's already hired uh, two other doctors, which is uh, which is uh, Christopher Eccleston and David Tennant, and uh, one of the sole reasons is because he's worked with them before, um, with uh, uh, the sixth, the ninth Doctor. Uh, Christopher Eggleston, he did a show show called The Second Coming where he played a sort of similar role to the Doctor but The Second Coming of Christ and and but in modern times. And with David Tennant, it was uh, Casanova. He, ah. Yeah. He, it was a, a sort of a, a modern take of Casanova, sort, sort of like it was uh, Peter O'Toole when he was alive um, playing an older Casanova Casanova, and they needed someone to play a younger um, Peter O'Toole like uh, Casanova, and that was David Tennant, and he was a lot of fun, and so he hired them. So, nice. Having said that, but there's a couple of names from uh, It's a Sin that a lot of people are speculating that may become the Doctor as well. Okay, I'm not too sure because I don't want to see a young Doctor again for a while. <laughs> I mean, Fair enough. Matt Smith is fine. Just leave him as a Matt Smith. He can like his bow ties and shit all he wants. I don't care. And his fizz. And his fucking fizz. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, Tommy Cooper? <laughs> anyway, but but Ollie Alexander, Exa- uh, who oh, was the yeah. ma- main guy, uh, a lot of people saying, oh, that, that'll be cool because you know it's a sin, and he was fantastic in that. And I he agree, was. but too much like Matt Smith. He had that sort of face of, yeah. of, of Matt Smith, and yeah. um, and but I do like the the idea of uh, of a uh, uh, Omari Douglas, who was also in that as well. Uh, he played the ga- uh, the black guy, and that that would oh. be and that would be a bit of fun as well. He was great because the character in that was fun. Yes. I'm just, I'm just making sure. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. Roscoe. Oh my god, he was like on fire the whole time. He, he was, was, he was really, fabulous. He was <laughs> fabulous, darling. He was absolutely. And it's a sin is great. I mean, 
Oh, it's so good. Like this season, these couple of seasons of Doctor Who with Russell T is going to be a little bit more political than most because the way things are going and yep and uh, stuff behind the scenes as well. Yeah. Uh, and the flagship of Doctor Who is going to be is going to be awesome, and it's also got Sony um, buying out um, uh, Bad Wolf, which is actually the production company oh. that is actually hired to do Doctor Who because. If you got Russell T, you got you got all the other people in his company, so so there's going to be a little bit more mo- money behind it uh, for for backing as well. So it's going to, it's going to look smack and it's, it's going to look be very good. Well, the flux looked really good, so yeah. yeah. And and on the back of that, it's going going to be absolutely phenomenal. And I'm not saying there's going to be like fucking Spider Man in it or or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. But you know, <laughs> nah, it's not going to happen. So, so may, maybe a, a actor that's already been on uh, Russell T's uh, radar. So, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and also, I also got uh, Joe Martin as well, well, because symmetry, and it'll pro- and it'll j- definitely tie in uh, a lot of people's suggestion that it. Either Joe Martin's Doctor as a fugitive Doctor is either a past reincarnation or a future reincarnation. It will cement in stone of where where that Doctor actually lands. Yeah, that'd mm. be cool. Yeah, and 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 you can have a bit more fun of actually seeing a Doctor, uh, uh seeing a d- reincarnation of the Doctor before we actually see uh, the Doctor, which we've yeah. never seen that before. I mean, if you watch like the um anniversary specials where all the doctors come in to do one episode uh then the wibbly wobbly timey wimey um works the other way where where uh we'd love to find out what happens at the end so that would be cool uh i will mention this i don't like the idea um because i don't think it's gonna happen but she has uh, made it known that her interest in it is okay, but I don't think it's going to happen. But Whoopi Goldberg would like to be oh. the Doctor because she's a Doctor Who fan as well, and oh, cool. she she always says, "Is like I want to be the Doctor." It's like it's not going to happen because you're <laughs> over in America and you and you're doing stuff. <laughs> you're not going to. Yes, she's very busy lady. She's very mm. well at the moment. She's on. Probation. Yeah, yeah. We won't, we won't talk about that. <laughs> Cancel <laughs> culture. Cancel culture. But she's on probation. So she's coming back. Anyway. And I'll, I haven't really said which one that I like or not because I'm still up in the air if I, I like this idea or not. But I'll, I'll vo- voice it here. And I think you know, Kendall, what I'm going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, I do. Uh, the rumour is, and... There are pros and cons to it, and I understand it. I still don't like it, <laughs> but <laughs> but the but for you, Fulia, you probably get a kick out of this. It, it's a it's an actor that um, has worked with Russell T Davies uh, a couple of times, and it's a it's an interesting sort of take because we've never seen this before in Doctor Who. Mm. But it's go. The idea is, it's going to be the fourteenth Doctor is also the tenth Doctor. Oh yes! Oh my God, that'd be amazing. 
yes to David Tennant coming back. So, <laughs> but what I read was that he wouldn't be playing the Tenth Doctor no, like he- personality. It'll be a reincarnation of that look, but with a different personality. Yeah. One of the ideas is he he'll have his uh, natural accent, which makes sense. Scottish. It'll, it'll be it'll be like the <laughs> third yeah. Scottish um, accent character. Uh, yeah. To play Doctor Who. In a row. In a row. No, no, no. In a row. Um, of course, Sylvester McCoy is Scottish, who played the seventh Doctor. I don't think. No, Jodie Whittaker's not Scottish, is she? No. No. Oh. She's West Country. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I think but, that's her accent in the show, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's her natural accent. That's like, how she actually says Like, all the yeah. doctors have their natural accent, except for David Tennant. Yeah, he put on an English accent. He's an English accent. Yeah. yeah that's be- interesting. Because the English, <laughs> the English uh, audience would not like to have a foreign doctor. <laughs> foreign. He's literally like... Just above them. North. <laughs> no, no, no. North. Not above them. Below them. He's <laughs> Welsh. No, no, no. As in, uh, they look down upon yeah. like, oh. other countries. Right. Even in the Union. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> it will be an interesting take if David Tennant uh, becomes the 14th Doctor as well uh, with his natural mm-hmm. accent. And not with spiky hair because he, he's an older gentleman now and it, and it doesn't really do that anymore. So, no, not like that. No, so yeah, and a good idea to do it because by the end of Jodie's um, tenure as the Doctor, you you only have a couple of episodes left. Then you're dealing with the sixtieth anniversary of Doctor Who, mm-hmm. and I would not be. I would not be envious of any new Doctor Who to actually um, ha- uh, hit the ground running and actually dealing with being the main Doctor in a anniversary special. Mm-hmm. Like, you need some sort of um, grounding as the Doctor. I mean, I'm having a think, but Peter uh, John Pertwee's Doctor was it, was in Doctor Who at least two years before the 10th anniversary. The 20th anniversary, Peter Davison did one ep- one season and then... No, two seasons, because it was the same year. They did two seasons and then they finished the year with the anniversary. So, yeah, it, it would be a bit difficult for someone who's fresh face and they only have a couple of um, specials and not a real season to sink their teeth into Doctor Who and actually... Yeah, that's a lot of pressure to live mm. up to as well. Yeah, yeah. So so it would be a good idea to actually get someone who's actually done it before, but it will be a mm. di- different take. It will be... Yeah. And Yeah, it would make sense. And how they explain it, it will be, be a good challenge for a writer to, to wheedle that out. Of having a same face doctor but different uh, character mm. doctor. Mm. Yeah. That would be really cool. It would be cool if David Tennant like gained a lot of weight. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 
you know. Why? That's why, pros- that's what prosthetics are for. Nah, do do the fucking uh, chapter thirty-seven. <laughs> chapter twenty-seven. Yeah, Jared chapter Leto. twenty-seven with Jared Leto. Yeah. Uh, get gout for this. <laughs> get gout for this. <laughs> <laughs> We've already had uh, skinny British guy with stripy suit. Why can't we have podgy, podgy no hair guy with with a beard? <laughs> Podgy, no hair guy. Scottish guy. <laughs> Scottish. Podgy, no hair guy with a beard who's also Scottish. <laughs> Get me a fish supper. <laughs> We're in a kilt. We're in a kilt. Get me a bovro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like that, pal? <laughs> <laughs> you know, absolutely hamming it up. Uh, <laughs> yes. So that's the... So that's the idea of it going around. A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people understand it, but still don't like it. A lot of people mm. really like it, like the uh, co-host that I have before me. But there's no, there's no, um, there's no bad questions. Only bad answers. That doesn't make sense. What? Um, <laughs> there's no wrong. There's no uh, wrong. Pi- there's no like wrong answers pick or guesses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially with Doctor Who, and it's everyone's um, own opinion. I reckon, I reckon it's in good, safe hands. Cause, I think so too. Because yeah, I'll, I don't want to get into it, but yeah, Chris Chipnell. A lot of good ideas, but they didn't really pan out good. It'll be a good fresh, freshen up. I mean, a lot of um, writers in the uh, classic canon came back to do some stuff. I mean, you had a. Um, you had uh, Robert Holmes, who was there during the seventies, and and sort of came back during the ninety uh, du- during the eighties, but yeah, he unfortunately passed away before he fin- finished one one episode, so it sort of mm. ended weird. Um, mm. Yeah, so it was it was a lot of um, they knew each other, so so they sort of tried to help each other out, and yeah, and then during the eighties, it just got just depressing and weird and anyway and then it it had a 15 year hiatus yep because the bbc didn't like it <laughs> <laughs> and they still don't um i don't know higher ups are weird they 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 like the idea of uh doctor who like bringing in all all the eyes they just <laughs> they're, ju- they're they're just a bit you know up themselves and shit yeah, all my blames are, are on the BBC, yeah. <laughs> but I so, thank the BBC of actually keeping it alive. Yeah, yeah, okay. So we love the BBC and we don't like them at the same time. Yeah, it's a love hate relationship. Yeah, yeah, call it that. <laughs> all right, well, what a way to end. Yeah, <laughs> that was fun. Popcorn culture, that was fun. <laughs> um. Watch this space to find out which one of us guessed correctly. Yeah. Um, oh, man. That hell of a prediction to make, I hey? I know. If any of us are right or if this awesome rumor about David Tennant returning is correct, I really hope it is because I feel like the potential for what they could do with that kind of a concept is awesome. Mm, yeah. Um, so I would love to see it. But I'm also very much open to that not happening. Yeah. Um, and, al- so. and also the idea of... Um, uh, the Doctor regeneration, uh, regenerating in the um, 60th anniversary as well. 
Yeah. Which yeah. has never been done before as well. So all new things and always all good. new Yay. things are afoot. And all, and also my take is they do the ultimate cop cop out and <laughs> and start the regeneration, but they cut the black. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Soprano style. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently uh, Jody's going to be regenerate, regeneration, uh, regeneration is going to be outside of the TARDIS, which has been... Doesn't happen, right? Uh, it has happened, but yeah. not for a long time. And I'm just quickly thinking, oh, shit, it was from the fourth Doctor to the fifth Doctor. <laughs> oh. That so every... Ago. So every doctor in New Who has been inside the TARDIS when they've regenerated. Yeah. It's time to wrap up Pop on Culture because that is it. We yeah. Have, we have set our, our Doctor Who stuffs, our predictions, our dream casting, um, if you will. So let's see if we're right. Mm-hmm. Who knows? It's going to be a little bit longer till we find out. Who um, but yeah. knows? Who knows? Thank you for watching Popcorn Culture. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. Yes. As well. And thank you for watching. And thank you for watching. Yeah. And back to the thank you for watching. I said watching and then I said listening. <laughs> it's getting late. We're going to wrap up now. Are you? Um, hmm. Yes. So before we do that, though, we have a quick plug because this week, ladies and gentlemen, is a brand new episode of the monthly at Winifred. Yay! Yes. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> um, yes, more monthly coming at you this Wednesday. So watch uh, your feeds yes. for that drop. That'll happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to say what we're going to talk about because why the hell not? Um, we will be discussing the second half of season two. Of the world according to Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. So if you guys enjoyed our discussion on part one, um, yeah, feel free to stop on by and and hear what we have to say about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. It mm-hmm. will be. It's always good. Always a good time. The monthly. It's always good. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's that. And on that note, uh, I think it's time to wrap up this here program. What do we say? Oh, yeah. Let's do that. I suppose Let's do that. Let's so. And, and that, that was, was a podcast, podcast called Fred. Fred. It is time now for the Fred plugs. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you'd like to listen to Freddy Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch Freddy Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Freddy Alien Productions. Yes, absolutely. I've been the Kendall Richardson. I've been the Fulia Cantar Major. And I've been the 14th Doctor, Mark Alyssa. Yes, that's right, I've been Casa. <laughs> oh. Oh, my non-disclosure agreement has been ripped up. Ah, I'm not going to And you just experienced a podcast called Fred. Spiritful. Spiritful. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for watching and for listening. We appreciate it. All of you. Yes. Make sure to look after yourself and your mental health, everyone. Yes, and remember to eat beef. And Loki lives. Oh! Loki lives! Freddy dies! 
<laughs> Just for you. Indication. <laughs> yeah, he's like a cock. <laughs> and he smells a like one, two. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> you want to try that again? <laughs> no. All right, leave it. Yeah, leave, leave it. it. Leave Something it. nice. Leave it. <laughs> leave it. Thank you again for listening and watching. Yes. Hope you enjoyed the show. Until next time. Hey. hey.